everyone. Welcome to CrossFit Podcast, your place to get the latest news, events, discussion, all that stuff in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox gaming. As always, I'm your host, LeBron Dawkins, and back with me tonight is my co-host, Mr. Andre Wilson. What's good, dude? What's up? What's up? What's up, people? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Hope all is well. Don't mind me. I am just buying Destiny stuff when I shouldn't, because <laughs> if you're a Destiny player... New season drop, we got Lightfall shit, we got Plunder shit, it is so cool, but unfortunately, Ron threatened to kick me off the pod if I didn't come tonight, so I'm here. Don't even go there, that's a lie, that is a lie. I said, I I went to the washroom, I looked myself in the mirror, and I said, you have an obligation, you have to be on the pod with Ron, Destiny can wait, and I cried, and now I'm here. Hey, some of my some of my gaming has to wait as well. But before we go any further, also tonight as the guest co-host here is a man who's no stranger to crossroads. My my friend, the ever luscious Brody Fulce. What's good, dude? What's going on, man? Happy to be back yet again. I'm like I'm like uh, some sort of a venereal disease. I just keep coming back, uh, and you can't get rid of me. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that been, may have been the best way someone could have ever described themselves. I'm a venereal disease that won't go away. So, so what you're saying is you're crazy. That's right. I, I just come more, back occasionally. You thought you got rid of me, but I'm still here. So, <laughs> is it is it is it more that you just came back, or is it more like I let you happen again? <laughs> Fair enough. That that is. A, a personal question that you might have to answer for yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's a, I, I mean, that's sometimes... a journey that you might have to go on yourself, there, buddy. I, I mean, I mean, sometimes you know, like when you're having fun, like you just allow things to happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> and and I I feel like every time you bring me back, you forget that I'm probably gonna immediately say something offensive that most people are going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, what this is the Crossroads podcast. Fair enough, like like fair we enough. like we're not like this. We're not like a, like those other shows. <laughs> That's right. They're, like all the bad boys have, of uh, all you of have Boston to do. Russia. All you have to do is just tweet how you're feeling today, and you offended someone. It's, it's, for real. It's so simple. Speaking you of, care, everyone have a good day. And someone's like, "Wow, you're a piece of shit." And it's like, "Oh, sorry, dude." I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah, like I said, it's like like I said, it's been a whole season since uh actually it's been a whole couple of seasons because uh let me see were you on this show last or was I on was or was I on Diggity last? Uh I wanna say we had you on Diggity last, but it's even that's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um I think the last episode I was on oh man, um like, I like thought this, it was like like, like fifty like, or something. Yeah, like fifties or sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you brought me back for the the 50th like celebration right and uh yeah yeah so that's been a, a well, few weeks and well, episodes we're ago up, we're rolling up on episode 100 now <laughs> there you go <laughs> i can't believe i can't believe we've been around as long <laughs> i can't I mean, believe it yeah i i keep shouting at the internet and nothing happens but i 
I keep doing it every week. So. I'm 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 learning I'm learning that growth in the podcast format, you know, like is is a tedious thing, you know. Like that's that's why I gotta do more with my YouTube channel. Um, but yeah. also, but also, I got some stuff going on that I'll tell you guys about after the show wraps. Well, Andre Andre already knows, but I'll tell you about it, and then maybe you can pass it along to Jeff and your guys over at Diggity Podcast. Uh, but enough. But enough, you know, um, uh, self-flagellating myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so guys, uh, so Gamescom happened today. Well, the Gamescom opening night, opening night live, what do you call it? ONL? Opening night live happened. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys were working most of the day. Did you did you manage to catch any of it? I've caught clips here and there. Um, I kind of went through some of the announcement trailers and watched what looked interesting and then i started watching the event as a whole from from uh the start and i made it probably about halfway through so i it's it it's partially there but i'm missing a lot of information for sure yeah yeah well i mean i i've got a uh i've got i've got like a, a a recap article up that we can that we can talk about if you guys want to um but uh but yeah like it was it was it was not bad it was not bad i i feel like I feel like, uh, like as far as like gaming goes, like they kind of they kind of blew their wad on um uh, for Summer Game Fest basically because because yeah. uh, the game the Game Awards was hosting this event because Jeff Jeff Keeley he's in, he's insidious now like he's he's all over the place now you know remember when remember when he used to be just in a corner of GameStop TV and then all of a sudden you know like he wound up he doing he was hooking the E three show uh there was another there was another uh, event that he was doing that that slips my mind then he broke out and did the Game Awards you know. And 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 now he and now he basically like helps manage and, and runs like the Gamescom uh, events. It's crazy, but I, I you know I, I I really can't hate on the guy anymore. <laughs> no, he's done a good job. He really kind of I don't know. He he's kind of like that Jason Schreier type character of oh, you know how God. it's so. He, you know what? Don't don't say that because I feel like I feel like he's not the most liked person on the internet as no, far as gaming goes. I, I just mean in a uh, being prominent, right? Like, oh yeah, anybody who okay. follows gaming in in any capacity knows who Jason Trier is, whether you like him or hate him or whatever it may be. Um, and kind of the same for Jeff Keighley at this point. Like, if you follow it in any capacity, you know who Jeff Keighley is and what he does. I mean, we always joke every year that he keeps getting closer and closer to Christmas with the Game Awards, and he's gonna, you know, he's. Trying to take Santa's job and be, be the new uh, hey, hey, reason he, for the season. Hey, if he can, if he can start giving out some free games, I'm all for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, down. if the game yeah. awards, if the game awards start doing this, where you turn into the show and like X amount of people that are watching the live stream can get a download code for something, I'm there. You know, you know, and 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 you know, I I don't want to be that guy and be like he's got to bring them AAA titles, but you. you for every show, for every show he does, you gotta bring at least one or two AAA titles. You know all the other stuff. You know the fluff and the filler. Of course, you're like, yeah, like do that thing. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. So. Yeah. We'll. We'll. We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh. Just. Uh. Just real fast. Uh. Just real fast for those who are who are wondering. Uh. You are you are listening into the Crossroads Video Game Podcast. Uh. Which comes to you every week to bring you the latest news, rumors, games, and general discussion in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Uh, we air live. The Crossroads Show airs live Tuesday nights at youtube.com slash exodus803, uh, normally at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, you can head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast locations to get audio versions of the show, which are hosted uh, which are hosted Wednesday Wednesday evenings on any of those channels as well as uh thursday morning recaps uh which can be found over at our over at our partner 
bossrush.net so just check that out also all of our previous episodes of the crossroads show uh, can you believe it 91 episodes are in the tank 91 episodes man all that can be found over bossrush.net and if you like the show uh please if you're checking out the live the live feed on youtube uh definitely uh give us a like subscribe and uh turn on notifications so you know when we're doing something here on the channel and if you're listening to the audio pod the audio version of the show uh remember to share rate and review us wherever you're checking us out at all right, guys. Yeah, um, Timmy. <laughs> why are you pick? Why are you picking on Timmy this week? What did he do this time? <laughs> I haven't seen him in like a week, so I have to. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, fair. Ain't, ain't, ain't no, ain't no thing there. All right. Uh, so, guys, um, you, you guys ready to talk about what we've been playing this past week? Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm digging it. Um, so, uh, Bro- Brody, you're, you're the guest here. So man, uh, uh, let us know what you what you've been playing this past week. So I have been playing a ton of Cold of the Lamb. Um, I don't uh, Steam's not working for me right now, or else I would give you an actual uh, number of hours that I put into this in like what a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm probably uh, in the twelve hour mark, give or take. Um, but so far, I'm loving that game. Uh, initially when they showed it off i was not interested in any capacity whatsoever and as it got closer and i started hearing reviews and kind of started hearing more about what it was uh the i i was more interested because the survival aspect of it that they kind of marketed it as um was the the part that turned me off i really just don't care for survival games it's not really my bread and butter i'm I do that every day in life. I'm just trying to fucking survive out here. So uh, I'm not trying to do that when I'm relaxing. So I that's usually not my genre of game. And uh, as it got closer, started listening to reviews and and really, really just finally decided I was going to give her a go. I uh, never even played the demo, just went ahead and bought the game and, and dove into it. I have been loving it, and I will continue to uh, play it. I, I kind of want to get 100%, but I had I did have a a weird glitch that Uh um, is going to prevent me from doing that, at least on my first run, which is unfortunate. All right. So this is by Devolver Digital, right? Uh, Yeah, it's published by Devolver Digital. And let me. I swear um, Devolver in Devolver Digital, we trust these days, right? I feel like they, I feel like for, for like a, I don't want to call them a small studio, but you know, they're not, they're not like, you know, they're not, part of any of the big three and stuff like that right so, you know we can't say they're like a big time studio stuff like that but man devolver digital just just been smashing it this past they've been on a roll this past year let me see stray was the last game that they just put out um and i can't think of they've had at least three or four other titles come out this this uh this year so like man they're they're on a roll like what's um what's been your favorite part about this game so far so far honestly i think it blends this pseudo roguelike type of thing it has going on i mean the most roguelike it really is is which weapon and which uh curse you get at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then from there as you go through these dungeons you get this um you can get these tarot cards that give you little perks that really in the grand scheme of things don't make a massive difference but they help a little bit Mm -hmm. uh so that's really the only roguelike element i mean of course if you die Uh, You'll have to start over from the beginning of that dungeon, or you can sacrifice a follower in order to stay alive and get more hearts back. And the more loyal they are to you, the more hearts you get back, which is fucked up on so many different levels. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I think the mixture of that that dungeon crawling and the 
sim aspect of it of like running your cult building it up making sure your followers are happy making sure they have something to eat making sure that you know everything is clean on the surface all of it is pretty simple and if it was just one of those elements by itself i don't think i would like either of them like whether it was just dungeon crawler or if it was just the sim aspect of it but i think that melody of the two of them works exceptionally well for creating a unique experience where it is just enough time in a dungeon, come back, manage your your camp for a little bit, and then you go back into a dungeon again. And I, I think it blends it just so well that you never really get sick of anything. Uh, and the developer on this was Massive Monster, too. Sorry about that. Massive I was trying Monster? To, okay. Yeah, yeah then Devolver is the publisher. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are absolutely correct. Devolver has been knocking it out of the park. And honestly, they're probably one of my favorite publishers right now because these little bite-sized indie games where it's like maybe a 10, 15 hour experience at most is um, that's right up my alley lately because I just don't have the energy to put, you know, crazy <laughs> amounts of hours into a game. Uh, but it's fantastic. I, I highly recommend it to a lot of people. There are a lot of bugs, especially on consoles. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's as many on PC. There are still a few that are kind of lingering here and there. Um, but it's not it's not god-awful for the most part. I've heard some people had worse issues than I have. I think I've had it crash once. I had... Um, there is a part where you can... You can go back into a dungeon you've already completed, and it gets more difficult, and you get a special um, item at the end of the dungeon once you complete the new boss, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the bosses, when I killed the boss, he, like, flew off screen, and so I didn't get that special item. Oh, no. And that's why I'm not going to be able to 100% it, and I'm like, man. Uh, that, how, that far, really how far sucks. in were you? Can you replay that boss? Um, I was, so there's four main dungeons and I just completed the third dungeon. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, probably about nah. eight hours in at that time. Yeah, it's not I'm worth it. Well, like, nah, it's cool. <laughs> we'll get it next time if, if I do go through it again. Um, but no, it, it's, it's definitely really cool. Mm -hmm. A very interesting aspect and the, the whole like cult level of it just adds kind of this overhanging not weirdness but weirdness to it where it's like <laughs> you can marry your your or marry one of your followers and then your follower you can sacrifice to get like four hearts plus two blue hearts on top of it or like you can sacrifice one to a better or to a higher power essentially and and like raise all of the faith in your camp for a certain amount of time it, it's just there there's these little things and little uh details that they really kind of zeroed in on that i think they just did such an excellent job with yeah all right uh this is not the same team that did those don't start games is it because it looks like it looks like it has the same mechanic and, and almost art art style to it um i don't believe so so okay. massive monster has made the last game that i played from them was adventure pals which was uh, <laughs> also this weird like you're a you're a this weird little kid who has a giraffe that lives in his backpack or rides around in his backpack and uses his tongue to like propel you across this 2D platforming <laughs> and stuff. I've seen the trailers for that game. It's the, so much fun. That, it was just this stupid zany. experience that I loved so much. Um, and then they have, it looks like Never Give Up, which I never played, and Unicycle yeah. Giraffe. And I've never played that one either, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember reading some stuff on Never Give Up. Um, and that one looked pretty, that one looked like it was pretty fun as well. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, anything else? Anything else you've been uh, checking out playing this? Uh, uh, 
the other game I've been playing quite a bit on my Switch actually is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. So okay. I had never really gotten into the series. I bought number two when it came out. It ran terribly on the Switch and handheld. So I just kind of quit playing it because the Switch is my handheld console and I really don't use it for much else other than like party games. Um, so I, I bounced off of it when they did the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I ended up picking that up played a couple hours of it and just never came back to it. Well, I finally have gotten back into it and over the last couple of weeks probably put another oh, uh, I'd say 16, 17 hours into it. So I've definitely uh, I guess it's probably been over the last 3 or 4 weeks. Um put a a good chunk of time into it. It's a pretty lengthy game. I think the average time to beat's like 60 something hours and that's if you are not a completionist, which I am. Um so I'm going to have easily probably 80 to 100 hours in this. Um Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard this I've heard this is one insanely long game. Like, uh, yeah. like and I'm the one, I'm one of those people I cannot I cannot jump into I can't jump in RPGs like that anymore. You know, like um like it's I It's hard. <laughs> and I'm not I'm it's not like I have to speed run an RPG, but you know, like there was a there was a time when like I used to I used to eat RPGs for breakfast. Like, you know, like yeah. if it was if it was a game where like you got the best you got the best stuff after playing like five hundred hours of the game, I was in there for five hundred hours. And then all of a sudden yeah. it was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm tired of this, you know. Now I just pick and choose the RPGs I'm playing and stuff. Uh, so, uh, so this game is definitely, is playing better on the switch this time. Is it playing better on the switch than, than this predecessor yeah. is? Okay. So this was originally a Wii game, if I remember correctly. And wait, I think two was a Wii game. No, two was a switch game. Uh, Chronicles or cross or X or whatever it is. I don't remember which you know one what? it actually is defined as, you know, what? don't give me the lying. I don't keep tracking Nintendo games like that anymore. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> It was a good try, though. I mean, I was I was in here. I I was believing you. Uh, <laughs> now the original. Let's see, Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, yeah, Nintendo Wii in two thousand ten. Yeah. So the yeah. yeah, the original was Nintendo Wii. I remember that now because I was pissed off behind that little that little that little sales campaign we're just gonna call it yeah because you can only buy it if you pre-order through gamestop and uh and that was a time when i was very hostile towards gamestop i'm a former empl i'm a former management <laughs> employee of gamestop and i and I, I had i had a lot of hostility back then and, and when that game was making the rounds and the only place you get it from was at gamestop i was like oh no oh no like you just lost a sale guys i still have my wii at the time too you guys lost a sale yeah <laughs> And then, so Xenoblade Chronicles X or Cross or whichever one it is came out on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. I never played that one either. Um, but I wanted to go back to the beginning of it because I, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 obviously just came out uh, in July. And so I, I really wanted to get into that game. So I finally was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to go through these RPGs and I, I want to play the new one. I've heard nothing but good things about the new one. Um, it's a lengthy JRPG and I, I want to play it, so I'm going to power through these other two games, and so far I'm really enjoying uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, and uh, looking forward to giving two another go, except for I will be playing it on my TV, because it is atrocious. Yeah. It is so bad, but I also am going to have to restart it, because I have no idea what is going on anymore. Oh, so. oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um, that's about it for me, man. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, Alright, Andre. Uh, your turn. Oh, you know what? You know what? Wait, 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 wait. Does it does does your game start with a D 
have I'd a, like to buy a have, vowel. Have a have a number two somewhere in it, and <laughs> and it, and it ends with like the word fall or something like that. Is that your game? No, I was actually playing uh, Digimon Survive. I just lied to you. <laughs> no, I was um I was playing Destiny two again. If any uh if anyone is watching, you know today is a big day. Today is season of the plunder. Um, we got we got Lightfall reveal taking king is back which i've never done so i'm coolio excited wait, wait, wait. to try Take, it. wait taking king is that an old episode so that is a old reprise one raid coming back it's from destiny one yeah wow yeah. wow that's yeah. crazy because yeah. like, I, I remember the last time i remember the last time you and you were on um you were on the the uh bossers podcast you and Corey mm-hmm. were just you and Corey were just you know like y'all were being nerds and y'all were talking about how both <laughs> yeah. of you guys were mad that you can't revisit any of that old content because yeah they, so, they, they just phase it out <laughs> yeah so basically um yesterday there was a whole bunch of leaks that happened which obviously because that's how shit is these days you can't have nothing on the internet but um the, uh for the longest time the, there was always these two two raids that bungie had in mind that were that they were going to bring back from Destiny One. It was the Taken King, or was it a different one? And, and found out today it was the Taken King. So we got some, we got some, we got a trailer for that. We got a trailer for the new season, and then we got a trailer for Lightfall, which is basically Cyberpunk meets Mass Effect. It looks uh, so cool. I will say, so yeah, colorful, yeah. Like I saw so the trailer. Cool. I saw the trailer. It is definitely. It, it looks nice. I'm like, man, is is now the time for me to jump on Destiny? Is now that time? Now I think I think it was one of the I don't know his spot in Bungie, but Joe Blackburn said he's like he's like if anyone wants to start playing Destiny, now's the time to play because it's only going to get better. Oh stop! So. Oh stop it! Don't 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 do that to me. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Say I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You have you have you have not come over to Monster Hunter side yet. Like what, what's up true. with that? What's That's up with true. that? <laughs> well, I don't know if we'll be coming anytime soon after. I know, like, today. I know, like, you know, honestly, when you have when you have games like this that you know are like, you know, like they're continuing games and stuff, it's really hard to like stop playing, stop playing. Dude, a game it's so hard to it's jump so, into like, another continuous game. You know, it's so Hunter, difficult. Yeah, because Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter is a continuous Never game stops. until the the next game happens. You know, or until you decide you're going to stop. You know, and this, I'm pretty sure it's the same way with Destiny. It is. Yeah. It's, it's like. And this season is a five, no, yeah, five. It's from now until December sixth, so that's like a five month season. So um, I'm sure there will be at some point I'll get like burnout and not play for a bit. But it's like I always come back. It's just I don't know. Like like Destiny has. It's just I've made tons of friends. Um, I've made moments that are so much fun. Um, nights I've stayed up late playing with random people. I may never never meet and it's cool because i didn't know games could still do that where you meet random people online who you have such a a better connection with than people who you personally know and you just spend hours and don't realize it until you hear the birds chirping and you're like shit i've been up all night i just completely forgot and i didn't know games i didn't know that because I'm 29, I didn't know games could still do that for me, so it's cool that I I still have a game that can do that, and I don't know if I'll ever Dude's not play 30. it. Dude's under 30. Jeez. 
Okay. All right. All right. You know what? I, you, no, 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 no. Your time, your time's running out because like you're about to hit, you're about to hit the magic number where like you get up too fast. Your back, your back is blown out. <laughs> and I don't mean in the, and I don't mean in the nice way, in the, in the way we want it to be blown out or anything like that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, this uh, this past weekend was just spent um, prepping for new stuff, um, getting all loose ends tied up. Um, me and Corey actually played together. I got him. I, I I sorry. I helped him get his first clear on a raid. I played with Josh as well. Um, it was fun. So after this podcast is done, I'm gonna stay up longer than i should playing the new season of destiny that came out tonight yeah destiny I'm... one was that game for me like i i put so much time in destiny one could not get enough of it even though that that content trickle was very slow oh, uh, God. So destiny bad. two has been for whatever reason i can't seem to stay into it i keep jumping in i'll play the dlc or the expansion and then i'll like you know level through a season or two and then next thing you know i bounce out again and like i bought the last season and the the last expansion and i have not completed the expansion and i did not complete the season and it's not even like i get sick of playing the game it's i i feel like a lot of it is destiny 2 came out either after i started podcasting or whatever it was so i always feel this like push to continue to play new games and stuff so i have something new to talk about or I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that's the only thing i can really equate it to but um yeah no destiny i that game is fantastic that new expansion looks awesome uh, Dude, it's just it's for me <coughs> personally it's the colors it's yes. so bright and this expansion is called lightfall so basically um if i could kind of explain it to you guys um yeah go ahead this would kind of be the Avengers Infinity War moment. So I personally think that we've been leading up to a giant fight of like light versus darkness. And we have been, we've, I personally think we have been having a lot more W's than L's. And I personally think that this next expansion is going to be um, when Thanos kind of comes into the picture and and he assembles his squad and, and he's like okay you guys have had you your fun i'm just i'm done you know it's if you want something done right you gotta do it yourself and i personally think this next expansion that you guys saw the trailer for uh the witness the guy that has the smoke coming out him i think he's gonna kind of get his team together and he's just gonna hit us so hard that 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 we might lose some some key players and um we're gonna be kind of like beaten up and i really hope that's true because i'm tired of almost kicking ass that i want to i want to feel like i'm back into a corner and i need to kind of like run away and rethink and come back so i'm 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 really looking forward to the next i guess um level that this game is going yeah and um speaking of uh speaking of destiny 2 like check out check out over at bossverse.net uh our, our good friend dan's uh freaking write up on like on like that whole showcase uh all the reveals and everything like that like get some good information so check that out uh anything else been playing man besides digimon besides digimon because we know you've been 
we know we never played Digimon. Are you are you are you done with Digimon? Oh hell no. No no no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No. All right. Say no more. That, that game is a fucking I don't know, a a three times playthrough because like I said, like every decision there is a different path the game takes. And me and Josh actually talked about it. And the only way to get the true ending of the game is to beat it on New Game Plus. Oh, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those. yeah. I hate that. <laughs> okay. Personally. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> right? Like, I, like, shoot, I just finally beat my first game of the year. Uh, if anyone if anyone was listening last week, uh, you guys know I finally beat a game. Like, the first game of the year, it was As Dusk Falls, and I'm actually... I, I'm actually juggling two games right now, which, uh, which you know what, uh, I'll go ahead and start talking about. Uh, everybody, that, everybody that knows me knows that when they announce this game, I was definitely going to get it. And yes, I did jump into Saints Row, the new one today. It's a, it's, oh. it's, it's a reboot. And you know what? Um, I got to say, like I, I had, I had about ninety minutes of playtime. You know that I got. Well, not ninety minutes. I, it was more like maybe like an, maybe like an hour. Uh, right for the uh, right for the uh, right for we had to get ready for the podcast, um, and I tell you what, um, I'm liking it so far. It's pretty fun. Like um, like went through the character creation process, which is not like is not like the old Saints Row. Like the old Saints Row was oh, like I mean it's 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 similar, but it's not like the old Saints Row uh, character creation. Like I mean like yeah like I guess they were like you know what we're in a we're in a new we're in a new era. You know, so there's kind of some things that they kind of held themselves back on, which, you know, but it's whatever. But I mean, you know, like there's so many options out there in customizations now, you know, like uh, you can do everything from you can have you can have like your your guy have prosthetic limbs or well, guy or girl, depending on depending on which, you know, or, you know, um, and you can technically be, uh, you know, non-binary in this because like you can definitely have a man or a woman with the opposite gender's voice and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's 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 all sorts of stuff going on with that. Um, but yeah, like, uh, but yeah, like accessibility options out the wazoo, which goes hand in hand with like the fact that, you know, the characters have prosthetics and stuff like that. Gameplay is, a uh, gameplay is pretty good. Like I'm, I'm digging it. Um, it's just, it's the Saints Row formula. Like, you know, like I, I just, I just, I haven't gotten to where I can like roam around the map yet because I'm still locked in some of like the, the quote unquote tutorial, like, like yeah. type stuff. But, you know, um. So far, it's fun. You know, um, I'm gonna have to play around with the uh, with the gun controls because it seems like uh, it seems like the uh, it seems like the the reticle for the gun is kind of like floaty, and I mm-hmm. kind of don't like that. And I, I have to spend some time like tweaking that because uh, I'm one of those people that you know like I'm not the I'm not the best at shooters in the first place. But you know, like if we're doing some gunplay, it's gotta be a little precise. You know. Yeah. Uh, so far, I haven't found any like I know Digital Foundry. Well, I'm playing this on PC, and I know Digital Foundry like you know kind of ripped it ripped it a good one, you know, on the um, on the consoles. Um, but uh, but uh, I haven't really found anything that's you know like standing out that's making it like uh, I'm not going to enjoy this game as far as like you know playability and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, like overall, it's fun. You know, like I I actually made a character that kind of kind of sort of looks like me. Um, you know, kind of, sort of, because, you know, like, I, I hate to say, I hate to say it, you know, like, like game developers, I love you guys to death, but it is hard to like create a black person, my complexion, my body type, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, not look like, you know, an alien, you know, from outer space dropped (laughs) out of a UFO or something like that. You know, you know, it's always some weird stuff. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not here to be politically correct or not like that, you know, so I'm not going to talk about how, like, you know, like how all the Caucasian characters always look perfect, always look good and stuff like that. Cause you know, like, you know, I get it, you know, 
it's a three D environment. You know, like even if even if you know like even if the character body type looks good, there's always something off about the skin tone or something like that, you know? And, um, in this day and age of like high textures and all that stuff, you know, like it's, it's actually starting to look comparable, you know, like, like shoot, like I zoomed in on my guy's face and I was like, Oh my God, I can see pores. <laughs> and it wasn't because, wow, and, and, that it, good? and it wasn't because of, uh, and it wasn't because of a uh, film grain. <laughs> I can actually see yeah. pores <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> this yeah. is a game that I've wanted to try. And all of the reviews leading up to it just really bummed me out. And I will eventually get around to playing it. But yeah, I, 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 I like, say, you know, yeah. I, I, I hate to, I hate to say this on the, on a live show. If you're not a day one person, just go ahead and wait for like the first sale, like the first sale that puts yeah. it like, you know, at $40 or below and stuff like that. Because I get it. Saints Row, if you're if you're a hardcore Grand Theft Auto person, I get, Saints Row probably is not your fare in the first place. But yeah. I'm. I'm not anti Grand Theft Auto because I actually enjoyed Grand Theft Auto four and I love five. But um, but, but uh, I came from I came from a time where like Grand Theft Auto. Well, I came from a mindset. I'm sorry, I came from a mindset. I I hate I hate to show how much of a game snob I am. I came from a mindset <laughs> to where I came like from a mindset <laughs> where I thought Grand Theft Auto was just like just like mindless stupidity. You know, because uh, because mm -hmm. because like. When they were the old, like Grand Theft Auto One and Two, when it was that whole top-down thing where it was like basically looking at the cars, like running through the city yeah. and stuff, and the, and you see like and you see like this pixelated dude jump out of vehicle, run inside a building, shoot the place up, run back out, and then try to avoid the cops and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Then Grand Theft Auto Three came out, and even though I was like, I was like, you know, it looks great, you know, stuff like that, like they just they were just like we're gonna make this the most violent, crazy ass game ever and stuff like that, and I was like. Huh, I don't know if I'm digging this and stuff like that. Then, you know, Saints Row comes out. Like, Saints Row 1 and 2 were basically, like, I, in my opinion, clones of Grand Theft Auto 3 and Grand Theft Auto Vice City and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, the, the, the character models looked, looked a little bit better. They looked, they looked anatomically like actual people and stuff like that because at this point, like, you know, we were knee-deep in the PS2 era and, you know, like, crossing into the PS, PS3 era and stuff like that. So, Saints Row 3 comes out. And I start seeing the trailers for Saints Row 3. And I was like, whoa, this isn't the same Saints Row that I've been seeing. This isn't the no, same game. Not at all. It's in it's it's batshit bonkers. Let's put it that way. And yes. and you know, like it was just some of the craziness, like seeing like seeing your guy seeing your guy ride sides ride side saddle or bronco or bronco style on a jet. I was like, what is going on here? And stuff like that. Or watching them Watching them run through the street, like beating, bludgeoning people to death with a with a bat that looks like a like a giant dildo and stuff like that. I was like, "Yeah, this shit looks crazy." I could, I could what? still tolerate three. Four was when they lost me, though. Yeah, four, four. They, uh, you know, I think they got, I think they got in their own way with that story because yeah. four had some stuff going on because basically four was basically like you know like they're in the matrix and stuff like that uh, but the but it was like a very bad copy of the matrix because yes. like, there was like flaws in, 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 you know flaws in the, in the infrastructure and all that stuff it was it was fun but it, it didn't have the same feel as three you know but um yeah. but yeah like <clears throat> so yeah so right now saints row is doing 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 the thing for me you know i'm, I'm enjoying it so far like like andre like after after this show wraps i'm probably gonna be up half the night playing the game which sucks mm. because i have a 7 a.m workout with my personal trainer so he's gonna know something's up when i'm just dragging, <laughs> when I'm just dragging ass tomorrow morning doing this uh and then um i started ghost of tsushima director's cut nice Ooh. yeah, yeah i finally i'm finally on board i'm not gonna talk about it tonight because i know 
if I turn around next week and tell a story about how I talked about Gusushima the previous episode, he's gonna be so mad at me. He will. <laughs> he will. It's yeah. I haven't played the director's cut, but I played the original game when it came out, and I platinumed it, and it was fantastic. It's like Assassin's Creed, but good. Uh-huh. It's probably uh, one of my favorite. I just offended with that statement, but it's probably one of my favorite games. It's so good. It is. It's yeah, fantastic. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying it. Um, I am playing it. I am playing it in um in the uh, with the uh, in the cinematic style, which is basically mm-hmm. the Japanese dialogue with subtitles and stuff like that. Oh, uh, you're playing it the right way, then. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, you're there was a, it the right way. There's a there's a part of me that almost went Kurosawa mode, but I didn't like what it, I didn't like what it did. It kind of like it 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 changed the aspect ratio of the game. Yeah. And, I, and I was playing in I was playing in 4K HDR and stuff like that. It changed the aspect ratio of the game, and I was like, Nah, Ooh, I don't want to yeah, do that. That'd be a little weird, yeah. Even though Kurosawa yeah. mode, Kurosawa mode is nice though. It is nice. It's cool. But I was like, I was like, uh, no, that's that's a little too much. It it will pull my immersion out of the game because I know like the the the, the screen the screen real estate it looks <laughs> looks off and I can't and I can't deal with that. You actually, you know, trying to have something on a four by th- a four point three aspect a four point three aspect, you know, on a big ass fucking you know like 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 HD TV, you know, stuff like no, nah, can't do that, can't do that. Well, uh, that's that's everything for me. You know, like I've just been I've just been bumbling around, you know, and stuff like that. The reason why I'm the reason why I'm doing these games right now is because like uh because like uh me and me and a buddy we've uh, partnered up and um we've created a brand we created a brand new um YouTube channel um called, nice. called Silicon Syndicate. Like check it out. Like you know like it's a brand new channel and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, right now if you uh, if you check us out in the uh, in the YouTube stream chat, I just put a link uh cuz uh we just kicked off the uh the uh, Men and Medan like like gameplay uh gameplay segment. Uh first episode's up. Uh follow that link there and uh and you know what? If you if you're liking the content, we've got a bunch of content out there already. If you're liking the content, I mean there's nothing wrong with subscribing, right? <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to the channel people just saying turn, turn those turn those notifications on as well <laughs> drop a comment drop your favorite game now do it Timmy. y'all for you real has been killing it over here i'm checking out the channel now and holy cow that is a lot of content in like two weeks <laughs> that yeah, you guys oh, yeah, uploaded yeah. brand new brand new channel brand new channel uh just trying to just trying to bring stuff to the masses you know like stuff that stuff that they stuff that they may want to see so you know like like you know like 4k 8, 8k hdr content uh tech reviews uh gaming news things like that you know like we're trying to we're trying to have fun and you know we're, we want to bring people along for the ride if you guys want to subscribe so yeah do it you we would love when you for did it. you start this uh as a matter of fact uh chan- uh the the channel officially started august the 6th so it's not even a month old how do you have that many subscribers already look at the content <laughs> look at the look at the content <laughs> no like i'm just like that is so good for just already starting like holy cow yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like, I woke up and I saw that, and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" You know, like, uh, like good, we got we got good word of mouth, but also, like I said, good good content. So yeah, there's that. Holy shit, you have a lot of content. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so uh, so that's everything that we've been playing. Uh, definitely uh, drop us a line over at ps underscore crossroads on on Twitter. Uh, let us know like what you've been playing. Give us some ideas of what we could, what we should be playing next. I mean. 
we're now hitting the fall season of gaming and stuff like that, which means like the calendar is just going to be crammed, not just full of titles, but also like we'll have triple A titles and stuff out there too. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about like the calendar, it's because we're about to talk about the notable games coming to PlayStation, PC, and Xbox this week. That uh, this week being the week of the 22nd of August to the 28th of August. Uh, so, uh, you know what, Mr. Wilson? I'm Wait, go- hold on. Ha- Did you send the the doc? I, I did. <laughs> I did. Hold on. A Where? Second. Hold on a second. I got. Well, I mean, I, I thought I sent it. I thought I saw it. I thought I sent it in the in the social media chat. But there you go. I just. I just. Did it. you? I may. It's no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Like I. <laughs> I may have. I need to. I need to get. I need to get more automated with some of this stuff. You probably did. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm silly. I'm silly. I apologize. No. 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 It's okay. It's okay. But. Uh. But yeah. Um. So. So. What's okay. up, dude? Uh, you. You ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. <clears throat> so from the August twenty second to August twenty sixth. Wow. August twenty second is a a lot of games. I know, right? It's, I, it's I know, so man. many. The, the, your, your, your wallet's already dead. It's okay. Your wallet's dead. Your debit, card, your debit card's overheating. The one and only game we have for August twenty second is the Elder Scrolls Online Lost Depths, the MMO expansion for PC, also on Stadia. If you're that one person that has Stadia, um, August twenty. <laughs> hey, you guys shit on Stadia like we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Stadia had so much potential. Like, well, Stadia had so much potential when they first started marketing it. And, you know, I will, you know, I just hope Sony just jumps and grabs all their stuff so they can just strengthen PlayStation Plus. You know, that's all I'm going to say. You know, like Sony, like, I mean, like, throw Google some money. Like, it, uh, like I don't think Google's the type that's going to sit on it and, and, you know, like, not, you know, not, not give it away. You throw them a price tag. Like, they might jump on, they might jump on it and let you have it. Oh, they've slowly been killing it themselves, so I'm sure they yeah. would be more than happy to make money off of it. Oh yeah, for real, for real. And absolutely. so, and Sony could absolutely use that infrastructure because it is a solid infrastructure. It's yeah. just Google has done a shit job of actually marketing it and really doing a whole lot with it. Unfortunately, I mean, it like you said, it had so much promise, but it's just, it's it's what Google does best, really. I mean, they. They well, get into something and then they just decide, nah, we're done. And they, they, we're good. And just another tax write off. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Andre, continue. Okay, August 23rd, we have four games. Number one, coming in hot, Saints Row, the action game for the PlayStations, um, also on the Xbox family and the PC. Number two, we got Total War, Warhammer 3, Immortal Empires, the real time strategy, yep. RTS. Yep. For the PC. Number three, we have Yars Recharge, the action game for the PlayStations, also on the Xbox family. <coughs> Excuse me. And the PC. Number right, four. Uh, real, real fast, real yeah. fast. Like the Yars Recharged. Uh like I don't you know, like you gotta be old to remember this game. There was a game on the Atari twenty six hundred called Yars Revenge. Oh, this is old then. Holy yeah, Yars Recharge is a complete. I want to say is like a reboot of this, and I and you know because I saw the name and I was like Yars Recharge. Like, why does it sound so familiar? I went and looked it up. I was like, wait a second. 
I spent I spent hours, you know, back when I was a kid playing Yars Revenge, and here we go. Like they they, they did a reboot slash remake or whatever you want to call it, and I'm like, man, I'm 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 gonna have to check it out on the PC. So yeah, Damn. like uh, my, my my childhood. <laughs> it's like a bullet hell before that was really even its own genre. Yeah, like it's pretty yeah, cool. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I don't even know what it was and what it was you're controlling <laughs> in that game, whatnot. And I'm sorry, I'm stealing Andre's thunder. So get back into it, man. <laughs> all good, all good. And August twenty fourth, we got three games. First one is it, it, it is or Islets? Islets. Islets. Okay, it's, cool. It's like it's like, it's like the it's like Isles, like the island, the small little islands. Yeah, I yeah. was like, ah, uh, okay, cool. Um, platformer for the Xbox family and PC. Number two, we got Path of Exile. Lake of Calandra, the RPG for the PC. Number three, and the last one for August 24th, we have Warriors of the Nile, number two. Turn-based strategy game coming for the PC. August 25th, which I have seen tons of ads for this game, SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Yo, Playstations, um, Xbox Family, and PC. Again, yo. I have seen ads for this a lot the sd gundam series is like you know it's 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 like a it's like a it's like a met game that you didn't know you needed and man because you know it's like it's like the chibi like super deformed like like gundams and you know from across the entire franchise of the mobile suit gundam like anime series and stuff like that yeah. uh and you know like it's it's got some it's a it's an action rpg it's got some hardcore combat elements and stuff like that it's it's honestly like it's honestly it's also giving me like you know armored core you know, yeah. except except in a cute factor, you know. <laughs> I downloaded the demo on Switch, but I have not gotten around to play it. Oh, yet. there's a demo on Switch? I'm gonna yeah. try it out. I think there might even be a demo on Steam as well, but I haven't I just happened to see it on Switch, so I just downloaded it there. Let's go to the Steam store right now. Andre, continue. <laughs> oh, it is on Steam. Andre, you good? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm just watching Oh, you're watching game, you're watching yeah. gameplay of it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, I've seen it everywhere, and I'm like, what's so good about it? And, of course, is, is the most popular Gundam, like, Wing Zero from Gundam Wing, is that the most popular one? Because they always use that to showcase. It's either that one, or it's the, um, or it's the, uh, you, I'm sorry, I'm an anime nerd, so, you know, like, you know, if you guys have no idea what, what, what I'm talking about, just go ahead and tell me to shut up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I never remember half the names, but I I'm I mean, following. if if you're a if you're an anime fan and you don't know Gundam, are you an anime fan? Right. Well, shit. If you're not you're not an anime fan if you don't know Robotech. That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Wow. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all right. Facts. All right. Facts. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, number two, we have Saga Frontier. The so, sorry, Saga Frontier two. The RPG coming to PlayStation 4. Number three, we have Starless, a survival horror. What? Coming to the PC. I think Starless. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, number four, we have Rip, Rich Man 10, a strategy coming to the Xbox One. You know, and, real, real fast, real fast. Yeah. Like, why, why is Square Enix still trying to make Saga Frontier a thing? Like, they just... They just recently like released a a, a re no, it wasn't a re-release it was kind of like a remake of the original Saga Frontier that did nothing 
<laughs> like no, like nobody, like not only no, not not only did nobody care about it, but also people said the game was just as bad as the original game was way back in the PS One days. And here comes Saga Frontier Two, which is also another PS One game. But I don't, uh, but I think I think this is just a port this time. Like they're like, we're not gonna waste all this all this energy and stuff like remaking it if uh if if people are gonna shit on it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, August 26th, we have Pac-Man World Repack, the adventure for the PlayStations, Xbox family, and the PC. Number two, we have Diablo 3, season 27. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. The, P- the, the PlayStations and the Xbox One. Season 27. Diablo 3 out here, just the world record. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's gonna do it's gonna do the thing until until Diablo 4 is official. That's fair. Yeah. Um, number three, we have NH NHRA Championship Drag Racing Speed for All, the racing game. PlayStations, uh, Xbox Family, and the PC. Number four, Overloop, Hack and Slash. For the PC and number five for August twenty sixth, Soul Hackers two RPG for the PlayStation's Xbox family and the PC. All right, man. Thanks. Uh, That's all she you, wrote. Yeah, like as you guys know, a complete list of the upcoming games for play for for PlayStation, PC, and Xbox can be found over on our website, bossverse.net. Uh, go ahead, enjoy that, and remember to hit up the bossverse.net uh, every week to get all the info on on every weekly release of games like it's more than just what we talk about here on crossroads and stuff like that you know so so just just do that and just and like i said the fall season's here and it's headlined by the return of the triple a franchise title that being saints row so definitely get out there uh check out some of those other several uh, check out some of those other big hitters out there and uh have some fun have some fun you know like and get ready to cry because like you're gonna spend some money the rest of the year now, <laughs> and that's that's all I can say about it, uh, guys. Uh, off this list, uh, any any games jumping out to you that you might you might grab first? Um, so I'm interested in uh, the SD Gun to Battle Alliance. Like I said, I'm gonna play that demo Me and too. see and see if I get into it or not. Not that I need anything else to play right now, but because I have a problem, like we discussed before this show. <laughs> I have an addictive personality. It's fine. Uh, Saints Row. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely will end up picking that up eventually, but I'm probably, that's going to be a wait for a sale just because I got enough other stuff going on and that I'm not, uh, I, I, I want them to fix some of the bugs, right? Like that was the biggest complaint I've been seeing about it is a lot of bugs and a lot of like game breaking bugs. And so I've, I'll just wait a little bit on that. And then uh, Soul Hackers 2, I'm kind of interested in. That's like, it's, uh, so that was originally, I believe, an SNES game or or an I think NES I, I, game. I, I, oh, ooh, I don't, I, 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 I don't know. But then again, we have a game that went all the way. We have a game on this list that went all the way back to Atari twenty six hundred. So anything's possible. Uh, let me. I am looking. Hang on, sorry. Soul Hackers one. So that was a. Yeah, it was called Devil Summoners Soul Hackers. It came out in 97 for the... Oh, it says Nintendo 3DS, PlayStation, and Sega Saturn. I was thinking there was one prior to that that was like the SNES, um, but I am not finding it right off the bat. So anyway, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I It's kind of Persona slash Shin Megami Tensei-esque. Oh, that's um, right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's what kind of caught my eye with the uh, with the cover art with the cover. Yeah, art. 
and it's got and it comes from atlas so i mean they're they're the kings of of that genre of like this uh turn-based demon collecting battle-a-thon type deal um so i i'm sure it's fantastic i've i've been hearing kind of middling things more on the the higher end of things depending on who you read the review from whether it's their type of game or not really um speaking so, of um sorry speaking no, you're of good. demon like collecting did anyone here play oni musha yes fucking love that game sorry yeah. just as as soon as you said demon collecting i'm just like oni musha oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oni musha oni musha walks like ghost of tsushima can run yeah <laughs> easily. i didn't mean to cut you off sorry no, you are absolutely good. So, yeah, I'm. That's about about it for me. Yeah, as everyone already knows, I'm already playing Saints Row, which I'm I'm, I'm digging it, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, Yars Recharge, I'm definitely gonna try, uh, check out. And um and and you know what? If uh if you hadn't said anything, Brody, I probably wouldn't even thought about SD Gundam Battle Alliance Pass. Just talking about it tonight. I'm <laughs> yeah, probably gonna download that. I'm probably gonna download the demo on my Switch and give that a try for sure. Yeah. Because yep. I'm a sucker for chibis, so. All right. Well, uh, we can go ahead and um, get started with the news, I guess, right? Please, thank yep. you. Let's, let's do this then. Okay, so our first news topic tonight is some, some PSVR 2 news, actually. Uh, Sony has finally let loose some details for when we're going to have a release for the play, uh, for PlayStation VR 2. Uh, our, like in release window set for early 2023. So there's that. Uh, basically, if you guys haven't been keeping track of it out there, uh, PSVR 2 will release sometime in early 2023. There has not been a definitive date set for that yet, but it has been confirmed by Sony. Um, actually, it was kind of rushed confirmed by Sony because an accidental slip up over, over at PlayStation France kind of were prematurely said so. <laughs> so so right after that like all the other playstation outlets including including playstation uk and some of the other ones you know they went ahead and fell in line and, and repeated the same message so there sony has officially said psvr2 is coming early 2023 uh, uh in the lead up to this whole thing sony had been very selective or i or i should say secretive about the about this device you know and stuff like that unveiling information uh in a calculated manner and only announcing a handful of games to date so far, you know, with the Horizon being one of the biggest ones for it. Um, uh, but this is the first time, as of right now, that we're actually hearing anything official about about the launch details of the system. Um, PSVR 2 specs are are head and shoulders, basically, like, uh, head and shoulders over its, its, its nearest competition, which was, is the Oculus? Is that there? Yeah. Is that their is that their closest competition? Because I know there's a couple other uh, uh, you know VR VR devices out there, but I think uh, obviously the Oculus Quest is what everybody is, er, what what everybody thinks about. Yeah, the 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 Meta whatever the hell it is now, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. Oculus is is probably the other one. I mean, there's also the Valve Index, but that bad boy is pricey. How pricey? Like uh, a grand. I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> uh, that's for the entire VR kit. You can get just the Valve Index headset and controllers for seven fifty. Mm-hmm. Just the headset alone still, is five hundred. Seven fifty is is insane. Like God. Yeah. And you see, there's the other thing too. Like we we the next thing Sony needs to pony up is the price for this thing because the price tag. The <laughs> it's price, not gonna be cheap. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I mean, you know, like 
I don't I don't know. Like uh like they gotta keep it under three hundred. They gotta keep it under three hundred if they if they're gonna want it to like move any any numbers because I mean They won't. I there's bet you no no, way. no 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 if they, there's, if, there's, if, there's no way if they if they do it if they do it over three hundred dollars that's gonna be insane they're not gonna they're not gonna move units because like outside, I agree outside the outside the the collectors you know people who who want this stuff you know just so they have it on their on and you know in their in their storage space or whatever you know only only hardcore people are gonna get this you know they're not gonna get casuals you know for price tag if it's more than half the price of the ps5 like no you know especially considering that it's it's a ps5 accessory you can't use it on ps4 you can't yeah i think so the biggest thing about this is to be tied to that ecosystem right um the 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 fact that it is releasing solely to be compatible with the PS5 is going to hurt it in to begin with. Whereas mm-hmm. you know the Oculus or even Steam Index or whatever, it's like, yeah, PC or for the Oculus, if I remember correctly, you can run some stuff just directly from it. I yeah. think it can kind of tie into whatever, right? But um, the fact that it is tied to solely the PlayStation ecosystem is, I, I it's gonna hurt it, and also. But the amount of tech that they've thrown into this thing is incredible. I mean, this is this is a feat of engineering for sure, as, especially in this VR space that, yeah, is still somewhat struggling to take off in in a any meaningful manner. I mean, it, it's doing fine, but it is not. It's not gonna overtake gaming as a whole yet. Just the just the whole like uh, like OLED screen resolution per eye, like being more yes. than double that of PSVR, which for the for the for the for the tech junkies out there, we're looking at a resolution of of two thousand by twenty forty per eye. That's insane. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of pixels to be I, <laughs> to I have right there in your eyes. <laughs> I see no way they sell this for under seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my God. And they, honestly you know Maybe... I think even then they would be they're not making money off of it. They yeah, would be flying on why. software sales, and I just don't think there's a software sales to justify it. So I would not even be surprised to see them sell this for higher. Like yeah. I think a grand would be what you would almost see from this, which I think is ridiculous. But the amount of tech that's here is just crazy, and I don't yeah. know how they get away from asking an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's exactly why they're they're being hesitant about a price tag because they they know like it's going to be absolute sticker shock, sticker shock, and not and not this not the good sticker shock. I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, like you've got new motion controllers for this thing, you know, which feature haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, and 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 finger tracing. You know, like shit. Even like it's got it's got two two of two things that the, the DualSense controller can do. Like, that finger tracing is going to be interesting. Finger tracking. I'm sorry, not tracing. Tracking. I'm thinking thinking ray tracing. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at the index, so the index... Um, yeah, it's, it's not even close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to find some of the specs on this. I can't... I, looking here sorry um but yeah it's just this thing's gonna be crazy man like it's it's awesome from a from a nerdy tech standpoint but good god i don't know how they get this price down to a reasonable amount that people will be willing to spend yeah um yeah so like i said the only thing left now is the price tag i mean we know we know they're making games for it like what all we got now is the price tag which good good luck sony yeah i uh (laughs) I can't see it, like Brody said. I can't see this being 
below. I don't know. I don't know. Like they, they might, they might shock us, but you know, at the same time, like it could, like they might shock us, but it'll, it'll be taken at a loss, you know, unless, unless they've, unless they've got, a, I don't know, in this economy right now, like I don't think, I don't think parts are cheap. <laughs> no parts anywhere are cheap. Like, it, no. and the parts themselves are cheap. The demand is high, you know. So, like, well, I the, think this thing was supposed to come out earlier too, and mm-hmm. I think they pushed it back one because of supply chain stuff, but also because everything has gone up in price so much that yeah. I, I think it threw it even more out of whack. And they're like, we can't, we can't feasibly do this right now. Mm-hmm. I, cause I, I, the way they've been marketing it, it's been this slow trickle and they originally kind of talked about it and then they finally showed it off. And I mean, it, it was staged like this thing was supposed to come out by the end of this year, right? Like yeah. hit the holiday season rolling and, and try to move some units. But uh, clearly that has has missed that mark so i it's this should be an interesting one to say the least i'm sure mm-hmm. any uh any final thoughts guys i think it's about it for me okay. mm-hmm. all right cool we're gonna go ahead and get started on our on our next news topic because this is this is one to talk about here <laughs> <laughs> all right so over across the pond uh there's a class action lawsuit being lobbed Sony's way because right now Sony is being sued over the over the prices on the PlayStation Store. Uh, yeah, this is this is wild. This is wild, everybody. As a matter of fact, uh, I grabbed this information from from IGN.com. Uh, Sony is being sued for five billion pounds, which is roughly five point nine billion dollars. Five point nine. <laughs> with a goddamn B, that's a lot of fucking money. I'm sorry, but when when Laron showed me this, I was like, "Homie, millions seems like with crypto and everything these days, million is like, holy cow!" I person was like, "A million dollars? That's like, whoa, that's crazy." But when you throw a B on that bitch, it is like next level. Like what? Like <laughs> for real. I'm sorry, but I'm still like, holy shit! This is nearly six billion dollars that that's that's being that's being that's being asked for Sony right now. Like uh, Sony better sell the VR for for at least a grand each unit. Oh, so, just, yeah, to, to just to make up for yeah, this. To like, make, I'm to, sorry, but billion five point nine billion dollars. Like that is insane to think of. That's yeah. pretty much the revenue for Fortnite for one year. Uh, just throwing that out there. Are you for real? I that's that's pretty accurate. At least a couple really? years ago. Really? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Five Holy billion dollars. I can't remember if that was Epic as a whole or if that was just Fortnite. But yeah, five so- billion. I remember, Sony has like 25 percent profit share and market share in uh in Epic. Yeah. Yeah, like they have a minority stake in Epic. Uh, you know, it's good on Sony, by the way. You know. Yeah. But but also like bad the fact that Sony has nine million people that are that are, that lodged a complaint. Uh, with accusations saying that the PlayStation Store has ripped people off with overpriced games and in-game purchases. We're going to talk about this in a second, but let me just finish go ahead and, and reading like the highlights of this whole thing. Uh, the plaintiff is claiming that Sony is overcharging consumers and abusing its position as the primary seller of PlayStation games digitally. Uh, the crux of the lawsuit is that as the primary and dominant seller of digital PlayStation products, Sony is in a position to overcharge for its items. The legal action claims that it's doing exactly that, forcing consumers to overspend unfairly and, as a result, is in breach of, of competition law. 
The estimated damages per individual over the over the last six years ranges anywhere from from 67 to 562 pounds, which in in U.S. dollars that equates to 79 dollars to 600 to around 664 dollars, and this is excluding interest, which amasses to the whole five billion pound total, which the lawsuit is claiming for. Um, Question. Yes. Who started the lawsuit? Um, you know what? I didn't read all. I, I I don't I don't know for sure who started it all. Uh, the links are in the stream chat as far as like um as far as like the whole details because because IGN got wind of this from uh Sky News. Which Sky News is like the is like the big news uh uh you know uh com- conglomerate over there and uh, over there in the UK and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean. <sighs> Let's let's unpack this for a second, because uh, uh, we all because have. You have to be one ballsy motherfucker if you are like, I'm just gonna fucking sue Sony. Good, Google move. Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite made five point eight billion dollars in 2021, and you know that number. You you know that number somewhere in six, maybe, because we we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so you know that number is probably somewhere in the six or seven now. And on that top is of that, they've had like in... the Dragon Ball uh, event yeah, all, and everything yeah, else. All this, like, like, like the, oh, like yeah. the black, the Black Panther stuff right now. Uh, well, not right now, but the Black Panther stuff. Like all the Marvel stuff is happening. The Star Wars stuff. Oh man, you know the Star Wars stuff is big. Yeah, you know? I, I, I will say that I bought shit too. I'm not, I'm not even gonna try in front. Oh, I bought shit. There you go. I bought Goku and Vegeta. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I used to be hardcore into Fortnite. I can't get back into Fortnite because I will drop my never, rent. Money. I never got into it. Like I, I no, I actually no, well, no I, I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie. I messed around with it for a little bit on PS4, just for a little bit, you know, you know. And then I was like, uh, this is not holding my attention, so I, I was done with Fair. it. Fortnite right. is so addicting. Okay, so you know, since since obviously the PlayStation Store is actually is apparently the the culprit here, let's talk about this for a second. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about this lawsuit. You know, just as as an actual PlayStation user, I don't know how I feel about this lawsuit because you can't swing a dead cat without there being a flash sale on the PlayStation Store. So, right. what are they talking about? So, I, I think they're comparing it to physical sales where you can get physical. Uh, I read into this a couple of days ago when it first came out. Uh, mm-hmm. it, from my understanding, oh, it, the the whole argument is that well, I could go out and buy the disc for cheaper. And since now that Sony has a digital only console, that's where some of this kind of starts to crop up before where it was a digital and a disc version or, or sorry, just a, a version that had a disc, uh, reader, right. Or an optical reader, the, um, or optical drive, whatever, uh, <laughs> right. We got there, um, but <laughs> <laughs> brains firing on, you know, a couple cylinders, not all of them, but a couple, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's where a lot of it is, is like, well, you sold us a digital only console and now this, I will also say right now that I would lay money. This goes absolutely nowhere. That's the this same is, thing I'm thinking. This is just a stab in the dark to try to get something. Even then, if it's, you know, if it's like a, um, if it becomes a class action lawsuit, everybody might get 10 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. ultimately this, this is just 
it, it, there's no good argument for it, right? There has yeah. already been a digital-only Xbox, and there's nothing there. PC, good luck finding a PC that even has an optical drive anymore. And you can hardly buy physical editions anymore. When you buy a big box now, it comes with a digital code, so you'd have to go after fucking Microsoft. You'd have to go, like, or not even Microsoft, but, like, you'd have to go after so many other things if you wanted to add any validity to this argument that I, I just yeah. don't foresee this going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's just, and you know what? I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that whole thing because um because here's the thing about it like you know um i i have a funny feeling the reason why like you know like when you look at it, for you walk into gamestop you see a game for brand new for 20 bucks now yeah that game has been that game may, is outside of six months old you know Let, let's 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 be fair like you know mm -hmm. we're, we're walking to best buy and stuff like that best buy actually keeps their prices up pretty high you know for you know to an extent because like i i've walked into best buy sometimes like damn this game is still 60 bucks like, you know, I've what's up? That, yeah. Yeah. I've you know, that. you know, you know, you know, I've, I feel like GameStop and Walmart are the only places where like these games get like ultra cheap pretty fast yeah. because like oh, yeah. Target doesn't slash their games. Target puts their games on sale until the manufacturer, turn, the, the manufacturer controls MSRP says, hey, it's time to price drop this game, you know, stuff like that, you know, and things like that, you know. So in the digital space, like, you know, games go on the sale all the time but they usually retain their same their same dollar value usually until like the people that control the properties you turn around and say hey like the game's coming down in price and stuff like that so i i i feel that you know i i do feel you know for the people that are like you know well physical media is always dirt cheap i'm like yeah but you also gotta look you also gotta look physical media is dirt cheap because like you know like depending on a place where you go to buy the games at if it's a buy sell trade like type of deal you're not going to get a game that's always in immaculate condition you know like you know like mm -hmm. you know so there's that's why i bought the version that can play physical media right like yeah. i didn't yeah. want to be trapped to only buying it from playstation i think another part of this argument sorry to cut you off there no, 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 no. Uh, another part of it was that there is no place to buy uh codes or anything through a third party which there are they're true. kind of sketchy yeah. um at best whereas on pc there's multiple outlets and also for xbox there's multiple outlets well, but playstation really doesn't have that so that was another part of the argument that i saw playstation place I, I playstation made the move to do this uh, i want to say like three or four years ago PlayStation made the move to do this because they were tired of they were tired of independent retailers taking a cut you know, yes. and stuff like that. So, you know, it's pure sales, like, you know, which I also understand that, you know, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's right, but it's, it's, it's pure, it's pure sales. And also Sony has a better way to Sony and the people that, you know, Sony and, and the people that are affiliated, the publishers, developers and stuff like that, they now have a clear cut metric of how their games are selling and stuff like that. Like you can't mm -hmm. argue that, you know, if Sony, if Sony's hashing out the digital code every time someone wants to get this game versus, you know, like, you know, like, uh, like, like, like Big Lou's Gameporium, you know, buys like a stack of fifty like PlayStation voucher, place PSN codes, you know, for a game that just sit on their wall, you know, and stuff like that. They don't have clear metrics for how many actual users are doing this and stuff like that. And I guarantee you, somebody's listening to this podcast right now saying LeBron's the biggest fucking PlayStation show right now. But you know what? Like, I try to play devil's advocate with all this stuff and things like that because because yeah, like I get I get a little upset when I turn around and go to go 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 to a game on a digital store that's been out for four years and is still full price. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, but at the same time, like like there are so many sales, so I don't get it, you know. Like you know, like Ghost of Tsushima has like yo-yoed up and down before it finally got oh, the PlayStation yeah. Plus. It yo-yoed up and down in price before it finally got the play. I'm playing the PlayStation Plus version of Ghost of Tsushima. I never officially bought the game. 
Well, I, I, I think there's there's a couple other arguments I have here, too, of mm-hmm. PlayStation gives out some AAA games every month. Yeah, for yeah. Free. All you got to do is spend 60 bucks a year. All yes. you have to do is spend 60 bucks a year or heaven forbid you're a whale and you're spending 130 bucks a year, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, this last month they or this month they gave out Yakuza, uh, Little Nightmares, and Tony Hawk One no. and Two Remastered. Yeah, well, which this, is incredible. Yeah. And that was just, and that was for anybody on any tier. Like yes. shit. Like last month they gave away Stray. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and on top of it, on top of all of that too, they have if you look at uh, most of the different prices you see even during sales or whatever it is. Most of those prices are set by publishers. Yeah. They decide when their game goes on a deal. If you look at Call of Duty Ghosts, I saw Call of Duty Ghosts for sale the other day. That game was still 30 fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. That game came out at the beginning of the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 like console generation. $30 for a game that came out nine years ago. It's insane almost 10 actually about 10 years ago so or i guess yeah nine nine sorry uh but hey guys, it's still what's up sorry sorry to nope, cut you off uh can i just like dip up for like five and just eat my lunch and then go for it come back go, go for it yeah okay cool okay cool thank you you just ran out you just ran out we can talk but yeah a lot of these are set by publishers and then playstation of course is going to have a a slight difference because they're going to take their cut of it as well so yeah say say a, a company chooses like hey you can knock our game down to twenty dollars then they take their cut on top of it so i'm not going to do the math right now and plus i'm sure yeah. there's other fees and things right but say they take now the 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 actual sale price is like 24.95 right or 24.99 or whatever it may be and it's like they they have to make money too. They are a business, but yeah. ultimately the publisher chooses when their game goes on sale, whether that be through a deal with Sony in order to have some sort of a special deal that they can, you know, hey, we'll we'll help you move, you know, uh, this many units, hopefully, mm-hmm. and if you drop your game down to this price or whatever it may be, right? So it to say it's all Sony is dumb, and that kind of tells me that whoever is actually leading these lawsuits has no clue how the gaming industry works at all. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and you know, like I'm I'm scrolling through the PlayStation Store right now, and I'm actually looking I'm actually looking at the games are on the the games are on sale, uh, you know, and shit. Like I hate to say it, but like okay, uh, here's a, here's an example right here. Alan Wake Remastered is forty five percent off, so it's it's sixteen fifty right now. Um, you know, uh, what else we got? Uh, um, you know, I'm I'm going through here, and I just realized that you know, like a lot of the games. A lot of the games that I have, um, a lot of the games that are first-party Sony games, have somehow, some way, been given out for free as being a PlayStation Plus subscriber. So, like, I've already got them in my library. You know, <laughs> Battlefield Five is seventy percent off right now, fifteen dollars. You know, um, uh, what else? Uh, a game that never drops in price: Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Marvel vs. Capcom Three Infinite is twelve dollars right now. Like that game, that game when it's back to regular price. Uh, oh, this is the that was the deluxe edition. That game is ninety dollars, you know, but it's on sale right now. I'm trying to find. God damn, I'm trying to find like uh like, yeah, like I, 
I, I must be a bad person because it seems like all the good PlayStation first party titles, like I get them, you know, I either buy them or they yeah. wind up being given <laughs> out for free, you know, on PlayStation plus and stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm so sorry for you guys. <laughs> um, and I guess it even gets, I guess it's even more skewed because like I'm on like the premium tier of PlayStation plus. So, you know, like a lot of this stuff is just free in the library now because I'm a subscriber. Well, and here's, I mean, Jedi fallen order. Right $10, now. $10. The, yeah. And the deluxe edition is $15, normally yeah. $50. Like yeah. to say there's not deals for digital games is just wrong. You just don't want to wait they, long enough for them to go on sale. Yeah, are they wait, are, or are they, you're trying are, to, are they trying to buy them day one and, yeah, and like, thinking there's going to be a sale? I mean, I don't mean to laugh at you guys, but come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a strong feeling this is dead in the water and will be shot down rather quickly. And I would be surprised if we even hear about it again at all. <laughs> Quite frankly. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, the only thing I can see is if they do get them to open up to like third party sellers, which I don't, I don't foresee that happening. That's where you get, get into like a CD keys type of situation or like green man gaming, which, yeah, which you I can't, mean, al- you can't always, well, okay. Uh, I'm not going to say you can't always trust them, but sometimes you wind up getting the wrong product and then it takes, uh, it's a customer service nightmare to get the correct yeah. product. And CD keys is, has been criticized many of times for basically taking everything from the publishers. Like publishers would rather yeah. you pirate their game than actually get a key from CD keys. So said, I, I typically don't who, use who, who said that? I can't remember who said that. I remember reading that and I was like, yeah. at the time that was the most controversial thing I I, I could have read. But at the same time, I was like, you know, after you think about the breakdown of it, yeah, he's exactly right. Yeah, and so that it, to me speaks volumes, right? Like I, I don't think Green Man Gaming is as egregious and I think they actually do a pretty good job from my understanding. I've never heard anything bad about them. But yeah, something like CD keys, like publishers yeah. and developers hate CD keys. And I don't think it's wrong for Sony to not get their their codes put on to CD keys. Like for them to be like, no, we aren't going to participate in the shady shit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I've, I've legit gone through, I've legit gone through 15 pages and I can't find a first party PlayStation title that I don't already have in my library. It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I trust Green Man Gaming. I trust Fanatical. Um, yep. And there's one other one. There's one other one. Um, whichever one's done by Razor. Like, I trust those guys, too. Because Razor, if Razor can't get you a deal, they'll point you to a, to a vendor that's got a deal on it. You know, so, so yeah. Yeah, I, what is theirs called? I can't remember Razor's... Uh... Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember either. Uh, shoot, Far Cry Six, like it seems to have been on sale since the third month of being an actual game. Like, I, <laughs> y'all is it y'all, Cortex? Yes, Razor Cortex. There you go. There we go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, good luck to good luck to you guys for if you signed on to the uh, if you signed on to the petition. I mean, not the petition. I'm sorry, the the, the lawsuit and whatnot. Good 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 luck to you guys. Like. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it, it balances out and you do you get at least $79 back, if that, you know? Yeah, maybe. You get one free game <laughs> get, out of it, get, I guess. You get, a, you get a game purchase. You get a next, well, not, I was about to say next gen. You get a current gen game purchase out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can go and spend that money on the PlayStation Store to buy a game that you're missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, you're smart, if you're smart about it, you get two games at that price. <laughs> right, yeah. Or you can just wait for a sale and pick up, you know, maybe three, maybe four, depending on what you get. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's crazy, right? man. Uh, I don't, I don't understand this, and I just whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sound off, sound off over on Twitter. Like hit us, hit us up on 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 Twitter at ps underscore crossroads. Slide into our DMs or something. Let us know how you guys are feeling about this, about this lawsuit. Like right now, it is just a lawsuit over in over in the. I was about to say the European Union, but the UK is not part of the Union. <laughs> right now, right now, it's explicit to the UK and 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 regions that and regions that they control and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but but sound off. Let us know. Are is does this have any weight? You know, like we we'd like to hear from you. So, you know, hear what you got to say about this. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our next news topic, which is uh, which we've got we've, we've got some gaming slash Xbox news tonight. Um. Because in case you missed it, Death Stranding is now available for the PC Game Pass. That's right. Like, uh, this this one was this one was hilarious because it, it was it, fun it, to watch. <laughs> it's it's like it broke the damn internet, basically. <laughs> uh, it broke the internet in like three different places. Honestly, you know, uh, we had we had PlayStation fanboys that lost their damn minds. You know, and and, and I call them fanboys because guess what? You can't always you can't always say that a game that is not wholly owned by sony <laughs> won't show up on a different platform because we have games that are wholly owned by sony that are on different platforms mlb the show two years mm-hmm. running two years running mlb the show <laughs> yep and i for the foreseeable future as far as i can tell that was part of that contract deal for MLB to even work with Sony anymore. They're like, Hey, cool. But you have to put this elsewhere because we want to sell more copies and make more money. Yeah. It's a novel idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So what we've got here, the original version of Hideo Kojima's critically acclaimed and genre defining Epic lands on the Microsoft ecosystem for the first time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that guy. Sorry. Comes back Sorry. in full force. Yeah, I, I know, man. He came. He came in hot, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I ate. So, so Andre, can you believe it? Can you believe it? People who have PC Game Pass can play Death Stranding now. You know what? That's actually really interesting because I never played that game, and I was always really curious about it. So I might, I might just give it the old college hey, try. A, hey, you have a nice PC. I you have, have a, a nice PC. Nice PC. I built it. I'm pretty proud of myself. My graphics card is used an upgrade, but hey, I'm here. All right, so all well, of us could use an upgrade. Uh, yeah, all of us. Could, all of us. Could use it. You know what? You know what? I can't. That's, I can't complain. My 2080 Ti has been doing me a solid. It it has. You know, I'm, it got I'm me. Still, it, it got me to be able to play Cyberpunk without ripping my hair out. So that's all I could ask for. That's the I'm joy still, of PC gaming. You have to constantly upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, still surprised that my 1070 is going hard. I'm like, wow, this thing is a Is trooper. it a 1070 or a 1070 Ti? 1070. Oh, so it's a... It's Damn. A, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's no, still no, no, no. going that's a, hard. That's a good card, though. It that's is a good, good card. That's a good it's card. It's a very solid card. Yeah, because I because I was on 1070 before I got my 1080 Ti. And then... Oh. And then for my 1080 Ti, like uh, like I did some I did some finagling and got my hands on a 2080, uh, 2080 Super and then got a 2080 Ti. I'm sorry, twenty wait, twenty seventy super. Uh, uh, you know what? Yes. Just just say twenty seventy supers. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty seventy super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, yeah. I was I was I was fucking around with graphics cards for a minute. You know, like I I 
I got to the point where like I just gave I just waved the white flag trying to get a 30 series graphics card, you know, and and now I kind of want a 40 series graphics card, but someone who has <laughs> you know, as they get as as they've been delayed until next year, you know. But uh but someone who has better knowledge in computer stuff than I do, like told me like you have a 2080 Ti. Like like it, it is it is comparable to to the 3090. So I yeah. was like, you know what, uh, you know what, I'm I'm happy right now. I don't have to spend the money if I don't need to. You know, I'm just gonna rock my 2060 until uh, the the four uh, four thousand series comes out, and then I'll jump up to the three thousand series. <laughs> it feels like, you know, you know, I'm a generation I, behind. I'm starting. To, I'm starting to learn. Being a generation behind is not a bad thing. Being no, a generation no. behind is not a bad thing. So. That was. That was my plan. Is wait till the 40s come out and then buy a 30 and be like, I'm I'm happy here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so back to Death Stranding. All right, <laughs> so Death Stranding is uh, available to anyone that subscribes to the PC Game Pass, but there's a hitch because this is the standard edition of, of Death Stranding and not the director's cut, which is still only available for PS5 and, and PC if you have Steam or um, or Epic Game Store. Uh, <laughs> so you can get your hands on Death Stranding right now, today, August the 23rd, on PC Game Pass. Uh, but just remember, no director's cut. Uh, you know what? Honestly, Death Stranding, the standalone game by itself, no, the non-director's cut edition is is honestly very good. It's very yeah. good. Like you know, uh, it's funny. It's funny how we look at Death Stranding and we look at it through those lens and we see like console gamers did not understand this game, but PC gamers ate this game the fuck up. <laughs> they uh, like PC gamers love this shit. Um, What's it even about? You're a glorified delivery man. <laughs> I'm 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 saying the most patronizing way. Uh, Death Stranding. Uh, I never beat Death Stranding, so like I still didn't get like the actual full story of it. It's one of those games. It's a Hideo Kojima game, so you got to play the whole damn thing to get to 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 understand the existential existentialness, the eccentricities. Yeah, there we go. To understand it. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nikolai Dimitrescu in our in, in in our chat right now is like it's amazing and yeah it is it is a good game like once you once you figure out what's what you're doing and what's going on in the game yeah it is it is amazing um, okay like it's, okay it's definitely worth it <laughs> wait you know that guy don't you yeah I got to bust Nick's balls <laughs> wait 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 is that is that is that <laughs> yeah that's Nick that's WASD Nick <laughs> I was like wait wait has he always had has he always had that handle or did he or did he yeah. change his handle. No, that's it. That's been it. At least okay. on YouTube. Okay, I was like, I was like, why? I was like, why does this guy feel so familiar? <laughs> oh god. Okay, so so the reason why this is breaking the internet, though, like I said, is because Sony fanboys kind of like, well, wait, Nick has the damn the, the baby tank. BB. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh, he's a diehard Kojima fanboy. That's why I had to blow his balls or blow him some shit. Bust his balls. Hold on. Wow. Hold on. That was he, a bad slip of the tongue. <laughs> Was that hold Freudian? I'm not sure. Wow. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Is he is he a bigger Kojima fan than Jeff Keeley? Oh, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> Speaking of blowing balls, because uh... Jeff because Jeff Keeley sure did have him on the uh, on on the Game Awards last night uh, tonight. I mean earlier today. <laughs> he wasn't there in person, but he was but he was able to like send something. But anyway. So yeah, so like I said, this whole news broke the internet because like it was it was kind of like stealth revealed last week 
about this and Sony fans lost their damn minds, you know, because like, but it's a PlayStation game. It's like, it's not owned by Sony. Like Sony had the rights to publish it for PS4. I, I, well, well, for PlayStation, but they don't control the PC side of it, you know, uh, right. and stuff like that. So, which segues me into this part. If you're wondering, Sony had no involvement in Death Stranding's release on PC Game Pass, despite the platform holder owning the, the intellectual property and funding uh, the development of the title. Uh, in a quote, they said, matters relating to the PC release of Death Stranding are managed by Kojima Productions and 505 Games. <clears throat> Yes. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has no involvement in this promotion. Now, I like how they said that this promotion, which means that this game probably will not be on Game Pass forever. So, oh, I'm sure it won't. So, no. to all our Xbox and PC fans out there, if you had not played Death Stranding as of yet, you need to add this to your library. Even though, like, adding to your library doesn't mean doesn't honestly mean like once it goes away, you still have access to play it. Am I right? You are correct. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Once it so. once it leaves Game Pass, you're it's yeah. gone. But you get a, um, but you get a nice sale, you know. Once it's gone, you know, you get a nice sale yeah. on it, you know, through Game Pass, you know. Yeah, um, I think you get twenty percent off while it's still on Game Pass up until the time it leaves, and they usually yeah. give you at least a couple week notice, uh, yeah. or up to a month. Uh, but yeah, exactly this, right? Like you, you nailed it on the head here. Sony, when they made the deal to publish this game, they only made the deal for console publishing after that it went to 505 games which they published it for pc and so then kojima games could do whatever they wanted with it and or kojima production sorry could do whatever they wanted with it and as long as it didn't go to another console they are good so at that point they can make the deal to to get in bed essentially with xbox here and put it at least on pc game pass and now it's more more people that get to play the game, and there was probably also some sort of a deal struck for the director's cut version of it, and that's why we aren't seeing it. That's probably also uh, mainly so Sony published, or they yeah. have some sort of a hand in it, right? Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, this is, is business. This is how it works, and the deal wasn't made that way, and I don't understand why people are so mad that other people get to play a game that they enjoy. I, I it, will it, never understand that. I will never I understand that. I never will. The never. More- the more, the more, the more, the more that one game shows up on multiple platforms, the more gamers win, but also the companies win because they make more damn money. Yep. <laughs> and then they can develop more IP and more games and do more cool shit. Like it, everybody wins when the company is making more money and is using utilizing it properly. I, I I can't tell these people that they 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 think they think I'm a I'm a nut job. You know that that shills for that shills for Sony at one point, that shills for PC at another point, that shills for Xbox for another point. You know I can't win. I can't I can't win. <laughs> no, no, it, it's a it's a losing battle for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like just just play your damn game. You know, if you already have it for the system that it originally came out on, just play your damn game. Shut up. Let other people have their fun. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, okay for uh for for our for our listeners or people that are viewing the show right now, uh, let us know. Sound off. Uh, are you excited for uh, Death Stranding hitting the Xbox Game Pass for PC? And also, does getting the standard edition instead of the director's cut edition even matter to you? Does it doesn't matter? Do you? Are you one of those people that just are in it for the experience, you know, or do you want like the, the, the wholly refined, like the, like the, if it says directors, well, Kojima came out and said director's cut was probably a bad ploy on words because it's not like, it's not like, it's not like they put things in it that weren't, that were cut out of it. It's more like they added some stuff in there. They thought after the fact. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, hit us up. Hit us up over on Twitter, PS underscore Crossroads, or sound off in our chat if you listen to us. If you're checking us out live right now, let, let us know what you think. We're gonna go ahead and and get to our. Actually, we've we've got one news topic, then we've got a talking topic, and then we've got our big topic. So you know, we've got we've, we've got a little bit more show for you guys tonight. But in our final news topic for tonight, we just want to announce that an Xbox uh, end of summer sale is live right now. So get in there. Check some things out. We've got we've got a couple things that we can list off for you right now. But uh, but yeah, this news came to us over from our friends at Pure Xbox. <clears throat> so there's an Xbox sale, an end of summer sale that's going on right now. Uh, and it, there's discounts listed of over 300 games. Hmm. You know who else is having a sale of of over 300 games right now? The PlayStation Store. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, but they're sued, so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I'm going to do my whole what about thing, but what about Microsoft having all their games sitting over there on their marketplace? Like, well, nobody's looking at that, you know? Obviously, okay, so obviously PlayStation is the most popular, is the more popular game system over in the UK. Like, we're not even, we don't even know where, where Nintendo sits, right? Like, we don't know. And I'm still mad at Nintendo anyway, but that's 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 a subject for another conversation. That's a topic for another conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, this sale is running concurrently with the deals of gold, which there's always something going on with that. I, you know, this might be why they're butthurt. Because <laughs> cause there's always a deals of gold going on over the over on Microsoft, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, oh, there's oh, a public. Yeah. They also have a publisher spotlight, you know. And then there's always a uh, something going on in Ubisoft. 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 Ubisoft can barely give their games away. <laughs> <laughs> you're, <Jesus>. you're not wrong. <laughs> you're doing that dirty, especially on the podcast. Holy. Damn. I mean, when you're right, you're right, though. Hey, but thanks to Gamescom, we know that Immortals Phoenix Rising is coming to Game Pass. We'll talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about that in a second. Because <laughs> I've been wanting to play that game, but I didn't want to spend the money for it, even though that game is always on sale. I don't know why I just just didn't throw twenty dollars to it. I guess I guess I felt that twenty dollars was still too much for it. I'm not saying it's a bad game, you know. It's one of those games that you know I looked at and I was like, I want to play this game, but at the same time, I'm not sure if I want to make the full investment in this game. So you know, I hey, I win. I, I'm waiting. You know, like it's coming in Game Pass. Anyway, <laughs> the Xbox in the summer sale. Uh, the majority of offers are expected to run through Tuesday, August the thirtieth, and there's a there's a few on here that we're that I'm just gonna call out by name. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence is 75% off right now, thanks uh, thanks to the sale. Uh, as well as Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Ragnarok edition is being is 55% off. Also, 55% off is uh, Back for Blood, the Ultimate Edition, which the Ultimate Edition is that that's the top tier. That's the that's that's the one above Deluxe Edition, right? I think so. Uh, yes, yes. I can guarantee you this game is sixty percent off, which means it's also on sale on the PlayStation Store. Far Cry Six, which I mentioned a few minutes ago. You know, I just didn't know where it was at because I didn't get part to that part of the list. Uh, that game of the year game, uh, it takes two. The uh, the digital version is half off right now, as well as Lost Judgment, the digital deluxe edition, being half off. Like, save some money. Like the Ultimate Edition of Tales of Arise, one of the best RPG JRPGs that I've played in a while. Absolutely. Half off. Half it's fantastic. The Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy is sixty percent off, and Watch Dogs Legion is always on sale. I don't know why you're you're playing around with it. It's seventy percent off right now. Get, get if you're looking for some games. If you're looking for some games on a budget, 
you know, before all these smashing big ass titles come out, like, you know, Callisto Protocol, uh, Dead Space Remake, you know, God of War, God of War. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you're looking for some budget gaming, just to just to just to keep you just keep you warm at night, you know, jump on this stuff. God. <laughs> yep. There's plenty of games to be had and uh, and they're always on sale. Like we, <laughs> it seems to be a theme for this episode. Yeah. Games you know? are on sale. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's almost like we're pointing out the flaws in, in the logic. <laughs> right. Yeah. And again, the lawsuit's going nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, guys, you want to, you want to talk about Gamescom real quickly? I know like you, you most, you guys are at work most of the day while this is going on. I really hate when like shows that are, you know, like in, in different regions of the world happen, you know, because it was nighttime. <laughs> over, it was nighttime over there, but it was the middle of the freaking day for us. You know, like yeah. it was the middle, it was the middle of a work day. Uh, and so I know you guys probably didn't see a lot of, of the, uh, the games comp stuff, but, uh, if you guys want, we can talk about some of this stuff to make yeah. it, to make, to, to backpack off your point. I didn't even know it was fucking happening today. <laughs> I knew, Legit. I knew, I knew I knew there was Destiny content. I didn't know it was Gamescom. I had no idea. Yeah, one track mind over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honest, yeah. I knew. Honest ga- to God, obsession. I knew, I knew Gamescom was coming too, but I I completely forgotten that today was the day for it. And then you know, like uh, some people in the in the gaming chat that I'm that I'm with. They just started blowing stuff up, and I was like, "Where's all this news coming from?" Because, because uh, like, what got my attention is when they said something about the Callisto Protocol. I was like, "Where's this news coming from?" And then you know, Ed from over at Pal Block is like, "Hey, new new, new Callisto Protocol stuff." And I'm like, "Where?" And he's and, he, and he's like, "Oh, Gamescom is happening." There we go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so. Gamescom kicked off today uh, with a two-hour opening night live presentation hosted by Jeff Keighley from the Game Awards, uh, which is streamed both on YouTube and Twitch. Um, and this t- and Gamescom always takes place in Germany, uh, particularly Cologne, Germany. Um, and uh, we're just going to talk about it real fast. The show, like the sh- like the show opener. Um, Actually, not the show. I'm sorry, not the show opener. Uh, what I, the first thing I saw after I realized that hey, there was a stream going on was the announcement trailer for Dune Awakening, which you know, like Dune, you know, like it's the friend, it's the sci-fi franchise that keeps going. You know, yeah. And I'm not even saying that in a, in, a, in a bad way. I'm I'm not. So yeah, there was an announcement for uh, Dune Awakening as well as a um, as well as a teaser trailer for Everywhere, which is um. Which is coming from the developer uh, Build a Rocket Boy, uh, which is slated for 2023. Uh, there's no date yet for uh, Dune Awakening, but that's an open world survival uh, MMO. Um, next up, we had uh, we had we had another look at Hogwarts Legacy, which is scheduled to come out February the 10th of next year, um, which will be on all platforms: PlayStation, PC, and Xbox, and 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 apparently Nintendo Switch. You know, but. Uh, we know Nintendo Ooh. Switch will not be at the same time that the, the main consoles happen. So, you know, there's that. Ooh. You know, bear that in mind. That one's going to be rough on Switch, I think. Yeah. It seems like oh, it. I mean, what? it's. They're probably going to do a cloud version. Probably. I, I actually would not doubt it. I think that's about the only way you're going to get this to run in any decent capacity on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of heavy lifting in it, and the switch is finally starting to. Show, well, I mean, I don't know if it's finally starting to show its age. I think it showed its age like after year three, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's not be me being mean to the switch because everybody no. always everybody always swears I have this like chip on my shoulder about Nintendo hardware. It's not even it because like I love my switch. Like I like I I counted my I counted my games. Like guys, I have more than twenty games for the switch. 
yeah. across digital and physical. Actually, more than that. I think I want to say it's like 30. I love my Switch. I just have to be picky about what I play on it, right? Yeah, like, for real. I'm the exact same way. I love that thing, but I play a very fine line of games. I don't just buy any games. I wait, and I'm like, this game I want to play. Yeah. Nintendo games or indie games. That's yeah, yeah, about much. where I yeah. live on there. Yeah, uh, we also had we also had the official announcement trailer for the new Tales from the Borderlands, and you know what? New Tales from the Borderlands. Okay, I thought the Tales of the Borderlands series used to be like the Telltale games, but it was. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Because this is like a full fledged like action like game. You know, I I'm not sure. I couldn't tell if it was just all cinematic stuff. Uh-huh. Or it, it even well, looked like there was like what. a real time strategy thing in there, or yeah. not real time, but a turn based strategy like uh, Fire Emblem type thing in there. And I, I'm not a hundred percent positive what this is, but it, it looks eh. it looks good. If the game is that, like I might jump on it, you know. But if it, it but you know, uh, you know, Randy Pitchford walked out walked out to talk about this game, and I'm like, you know, you're not the most trusted man in games <laughs> now, you know, or like you life (laughs) (laughs) just being honest (laughs) yeah yeah we also had an announcement trailer for uh this game called word song spelled w-y-r-d-s-o-n-g word song uh which is comes from uh former uh bethesda game uh studio uh uh, designer uh jeff gardner and obsidian entertainment alumnus uh charlie staples from uh from something wicked games uh dead island 2 is coming We've got an official announcement. It's actually is actually coming out February 2023. It'll be on PlayStation consoles as well as PC and Xbox series uh, consoles. Um, my 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 game, Callisto Protocol. I'm telling you guys, like I might disappear. Like I, I I might disappear when this game comes out. Like I'm going when I say that the Callisto Protocol has taken up so much bandwidth in my brain since they announced <laughs> it. You guys do you you guys have no idea. Like I'm a I'm a hardcore Dead Space fan, and you know, like the the whole thing about getting the Dead Space remake is already is already enough for me. But you know, the the former Dead Space team like working on a new survival horror game. I can't wait. December second, December second. If December second falls on a Tuesday, we won't have a show. <laughs> we won't have a show that night. I'm looking right now. December second's on a Friday. I guess oh. we'll have a Crossroads show that week. <laughs> maybe unless you haven't finished it by then <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh yo but uh but yo like you know they're because they had an actual they had a new gameplay clip for the Callisto protocol um uh for you people out there that you know get freaked out about tentacles and stuff like that yeah there's a whole there's a tentacle mechanic with the with the with the infected or the, or the monsters now so just be on the lookout for that uh, all, all I will say is like, if you see tentacles, they're about to mutate. So you might want to, you might want to handle that. And also, and also we saw a new, a new death scene, which I'm not going to say anything on the show. You guys just have to go see a trailer for that. I'm not going to say anything because like I'm crossroads is not a spoiler cast. It could be, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we had some, we had some new news for, uh, for Genshin Impact, um, as well as, uh, from the same, from the same studio team, uh, from the same publisher hoyoverse uh, re- revealing some more information about their game star rail uh we also had a reveal trailer for friends versus friends which actually looks kind of kind of crazy like I, if story was on a show tonight he'd probably talk about this because like this is a game that's up his alley you know it's like it's like it's like animals doing mayhem violence against each other hell uh, yeah i'm here for it 
We had the official villains trailer for Gotham Knights, which was that was a badass trailer, guys. Not in a Michael Vick sort of way, for the record. Just throwing Ooh. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> video, video game only. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Gotham Knights is still looking to be on track to come out uh, October twenty first. So there's that. Uh, Where wins meet. Uh, that's a new action game that you know. Um, it's very intriguing. It's got a. It's got a definitely. Uh, a, I want to say it's a Japanese mysticism about it and stuff like that. Like it. It. It honestly looks like if. Uh, if you know if if kung fu movies you know are. I'm sure kung fu movies still being made, but you know like in that romantic sense of how kung, like think Crouching Tiger, yeah, Hidden Dragon, like stuff like that. You get a vibe for this, but man, like the art design for this game, fucking blew me and my roommate away. Uh, uh, we've also got. It looks insane. Like, it, sorry, I've just been watching all these trailers. Yeah, where winds meet looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. It does, and uh, and you know, the trailer, the trailer, you can tell like it's early. It's an early build of the game, so you know, like I'm gonna keep my eye on this game because like it looks like it could be freaking fantastic, and um, and so like if if it shapes up to if it shapes up to look as good as it's promising to be, like it's gonna be, it'll probably be a day one, uh, a day one get for me. Uh, we've got Park Beyond, which is a uh, if you love if you love theme park games, like this is this is the one for you, man. Like the like the mechanics in this game are crazy, and I I love these games. So yeah, there's that. Uh, we've also got this game called Lies of P, like the letter P, Lies of P, which is basically which which is a game that's actually inspired by the story of Pinocchio. Uh, which it'll be on Game Pass on release. So there you go. Hell yeah. You know what? You know, not the more I think about it, the fact that I think I think Game Pass is what's got the people in the UK so pissed off. I think oh, that's yeah. what it is. I think that's what it is. Uh, uh, new studio, Ironbirds Creations, uh, uh, gave us uh, gave us a reveal trailer for the game Phantom Hellcat, which actually looks pretty pretty cool too. Uh, there's no word in release date, but it's expected to come out on on Windows, PC, and consoles as well. New new shenanigans for Goat Simulator Three. Uh, we also had uh, we also had a uh, a date reveal for Return to Monkey Island that'll be happening September the nineteenth. Uh, <laughs> from the producers of the of the Friday the recent Friday Thirteenth game, they are now working on another old movie franchise, the nineteen eighty eight movie being Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game. <laughs> <laughs> Cause why not? Yes, I hate, I hate clowns. Uh, we got, we got, we got, we got to look at the, uh, we got uncensored look at the, at a, uh, at a boss fight sequence from the, from the game High on Life from the Rick and Morty uh, creator uh, Justin, Justin Roylands uh, in his studio Squanch Games. Uh, there was a, there was a game called Moving Out too, which I didn't really pay a lot of attention to that one. Um, sorry, it's like an overcooked style like party game type deal. Yeah, uh, the first we, one's fun. We also have Lords of the Fall. We have also have an announcement trailer for Lords of the Fallen, which, uh, which wait, that's not no no. Lords of the Fallen is a completely new game. It's not in the it's not in the Warhammer universe, is it? Or is it? No, 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 no. Yeah. There was, uh, there was a Lords of the Lords of the Fallen, and now this is the Lords of the Fallen, rather than being Lords of the Fallen Two. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is, I, I, I don't remember what Lords of the Fallen. Was I? Yeah. I was thinking it was like a Diablo style game, but I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um. And from this trailer, this looked really cool, but it I it showed no gameplay whatsoever. It yeah. was just cinematic. Yeah. 
which which I have trust issues with those anyway. But yes, we're, we're absolutely. Not, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. Really. <laughs> uh, we had an announcement trailer for for a new game, Stranded Alien Dawn, which is um, yeah. Have you guys watched the trailer for High on Life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. <sighs> that knife though. When he... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, I'm just I'm gonna just like skimming through all the trailers. Uh huh. That knife is so funny when in the trailer oh i was so wrong yeah. lords of the fallen is not a diablo style game just kidding yeah uh there was a, there was a there was a segment of uh of the gamescom where i where I, I wasn't really paying that much attention um let me see where what else do we have uh, a reveal trailer for under the waves um as well as a story trailer for sonic frontiers which will be <sighs> which will be coming out november 8th which if i'm not mistaken is that like a couple of days before a pokemon game comes out or is it a couple days after couple days before i believe yeah good luck good luck <laughs> uh sonic or sonic frontiers will be a, a available across all platforms including nintendo switch so just be aware of that uh uh we got a world premiere reveal trail for atlas fallen which that game looks fucking sweet that looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from Focus Entertainment and Deck Thirteen Interactive, uh, fantasy role playing role playing game. Uh, the thing it, uh, that scared me about that one is it looks like it has the potential to be super generic if it's not done right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Described as having a semi open world full of ancient mysteries and threats, it's coming to PlayStation Five, PC, uh, PC, and Xbox Series X in twenty twenty three. Notice that is a that is a current gen title. They're not stretching their resources out and putting on every every damn console imaginable. I love it. It's going to be more common. Uh, yep. Uh, developer Red Barrels uh, showed us a shows a new look at the Outlast Trials, which that that shit looked wild. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Outlast is that's that's um that is a wild franchise for sure. Yeah. Hold on, Outlast, as in that horror game? Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, and you know, and you want to know what's crazy about that? Uh, this is one of the few games that actually got a reaction from the audience. Like, I mean, like when they, when, when, as the reveal was happening, people started started cheering and clapping. Yeah, they're they're pretty beloved horror games. I mean, they've done a good job with it, and they are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and this and this game is set to release a multiplayer element, which I think is like a is like a most wanted feature for this game. For, yeah. this, for this franchise uh a closed beta is scheduled for later this year uh we also had a uh, uh gameplay reveal trail for the game moonbreaker uh as well as homeworld 3 we got we got some footage on that you know which it's supposed to be coming out the first half of 2023 uh the next game from from telltale the expanse you heard me right the expanse like that book series that also became that that breakthrough sci-fi you know uh Sci sci-fi channel series slash it got saved rescued by amazon yes it's coming hmm. it's coming uh set to set to come out summer 2023 uh dorf romantic a cute and colorful strategy game uh coming to the nintendo switch september 29th um we've also got scars above which that was uh it was a it it, it was a premiere trailer it was mostly cinematics and stuff like that but it had my attention like the theme this year for all these game shows has been sci-fi. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's it. You know, and sci-fi is always going to get my attention. Uh, Sony also revealed their 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 pro controller for the PS5. It's called the DualSense Edge, and yo, looks uh, sweet. It looks sweet. Like I, 
I don't buy I don't buy into these pro controllers. Like I, I have not I've never bought a pro controller, but I, but there's a part of me that's like if it's 150 bucks or under, I'll buy it. I do Whoa, because I'm a Rocket this... League player and oh, I like the paddles. The paddles. Yeah. Yo, so. this thing looks sick. It it looks rugged as hell. I mean, you how how you take how do you take an elegant looking controller like the DualSense controller and just just like just like max truck it? I and, and it still look good. I don't I don't it, know. But you know what it I looks like? Beefy though. I like I like the two tones, like the like like the like the black face buttons and, and, yep. and yeah, I, I like it. You know, I think that's probably why it's getting to me. You know, I think that's what's the why. difference though? Like well, like what it has paddable, swappable. Um, uh, the yeah, it's a pro joysticks. controller. Yeah, you can do a bunch of different things with it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, is this the first officially licensed pro controller that Sony has ever done for their consoles? The yeah, first the, official one from Sony. Yeah, the closest they had was that like back button attachment you could get for the DualShock Four. Um, and that was yeah, that was hardly the same thing. Um, so yes, this is their first pro controller. If you wanted a pro co- controller before this, you basically had to go like scuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they keep the same design or or because I I have like a picture of like a dual sense and a dual sense edge and I'm just comparing so like the pad is black the mat is now like a I I want to say a chrome black like a shiny black all I the think... buttons are black as well but I I don't know if the actual style and ergonomic oh yeah it's, it's 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 still a dual shock controller or dual okay. sense i'm sorry i say yeah. dual shock because dual shock is the classic design of all yeah. the controllers it's still it's still that like it it just looks like it just looks like a more rugged version of the controller which you know like i'm i'm intrigued you know like yeah. uh, like like shit like i already i can already tell you if i walk through best buy and see one on myself it, it might be going home with me i'm curious to see what the price on this ends up being i imagine it's gonna be a buck 50 i feel like it's gonna be a buck 50 I ooh, I I wouldn't doubt it pushes two hundred. Come on, oh, come God, on! Sony needs, really? Sony needs to stop having this premium price tag on their. Well, shit. Like, I mean, we already predicted we already predicted over seven hundred dollars for the for the well, VR. <laughs> well, uh, you look at the Xbox Pro controller. I think those were two hundred or one eighty or something it, like that. Okay. Okay, then it's a problem line. I'll say in one fifty. Like I said, I've never, I never like buy into these things. So you know, like I, I, I don't know. I know they're pricey, but I know they're over a hundred bucks. You know, because and control. Let's just look at it for what it is. Controllers are getting more and more expensive as we go on. You know, like like shit. Like, like the like the DualSense controllers are are seventy bucks. You know, like starting. You know, like they're the same price. At, yeah, they're same price as a, as a damn game now. You know. Yeah. The uh, uh yeah the Xbox Elite Wireless Control Series Two is normally one hundred and eighty bucks. Okay. okay. So I bet you it's in that ballpark. But yeah. I mean, this has a lot of cool shit where you can like set your your triggers to where it'll go off quicker. Like you can because their controllers are entirely digital, so you could actually adjust that. You can can or you can control your dead zones and all of this. Like there's a bunch of software and, and hardware additions to it that really make it, I mean, this is a fucking premium controller. It's right. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and last bit of news coming from Gamescom. Let me see. Uh, like I said, Hideo Kojima made an appearance and, um, and announced that a podcast is coming. Like you'd be able to check it out on Spotify, uh, which I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll check out the first I will, episodes yeah. for it. I'm I'll intrigued. Sure. Yeah. And uh and and uh and Minnie has made a Pokemon car. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
It looked it, it looked really cool though. It did, you know, like I, I swear, like mini like Mini Coopers like already look cool to a, to an extent, and this it's a, it's an electrical car, so and it's got a Pikachu like aesthetic to it. So there you go. That's all you need to know about that. Um, anything jump out to anything jump out to you guys besides besides like you know uh, you know Callisto Protocol. Uh, where winds meet. <laughs> Anything else like like get your attention from the, from uh, this guys? Hogwarts. Nerd. Nerd. So, <laughs> Gotham Knights. The more and more I see of it, the more and more I'm concerned about this game. I did not like this trailer. I did not like their attempt to be quippy and and that bullshit. It it really came off as this forced humor that just felt cheesy and like it completely missed its mark. Um, and then I wanted to talk, uh, that Dune Awakening, that MMO Uh really did catch my eye. I want, it is so hard for an MMO to actually come out and succeed right now when you have the juggernauts of like, wow. And final fantasy 14, it is so hard for these to do well, but this is a different environment. And if done properly, this could be really, really cool. Or it could be really, really bad. And then the other one I wanted to touch on was Everywhere. This announcement pissed me off so much because it was one of those things where they're talking about it, like talking about the development, like we're supposed to know who they are. This is their first game that they've developed. I've never heard of them before this. Don't you don't you hate it when I, I missed I, I missed that part. So I didn't I I didn't see any uh, any of it, you know. Yeah. And in the process, they're talking about their their big ambitions for this game and this and that, and they're showing like different art styles, different worlds. And by the end of it, I had no idea what it was. I still don't have any idea of what it is. I this this announcement like just completely pissed me off. <laughs> I was not having it. I'm I'm curious to see what it is. Just from like it, it seems like this big sandbox thing, but they're like we're focusing on narrative. We're doing this and that, and it's. I, I don't know what this game is. These teasers that tell me nothing about the game are so aggravating when you're trying to like, I, I, I don't have enough interest to go look it up either. And I'm sure their website probably doesn't have a whole lot of information anyway. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was one of those things that I, I did not enjoy that, that way that they announced it. And it is what it is. It's one of my personal gripes. <laughs> Uh, um, the Dead Island Two stuff looked good. It did. It. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Like, there's a lot of games on here that that you know have my interest, but you, uh, but I've gotten cynical in my old gaming age now. Like, yes. it takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to turn around and say I'm going to get this game. Like, you know. Uh, so I'm going to have my eye on a lot of these games. Liza P looked looked pretty good. I will say that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, Atlas you know, Fallen looks sick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that looks yes. sweet. Yeah, definitely. What um, even is that? It's like it's, it's new. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it's this new. Was like... oh, oh my god, their their website is awful. <sighs> For everywhere. Oh my god, there's nothing here either. The oh, only man. thing it says frequently frequently asked questions. What is everywhere? Everywhere seamlessly blends gameplay, adventure, creativity, and discovery in an all new multi world gaming experience that redefines how players connect with one another in a digital world around them. I'm out. I'm <laughs> fucking out. God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, 
it's not the best coverage uh, for for Gamescom, but at least we talked about Gamescom tonight. So there you have it. You know, uh, sound off sound off over over uh, social media for us uh, at PS underscore Crossroads. Let us know what uh let us know what you which what what got you what caught your eye. I I mean like I feel like I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of uh, eyes are gonna be on Hogwarts. Uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, high on life is gonna get is gonna get like even though I, I will say this because I was watching that whole boss battle. Number one, I think they could have done a better job of like showcasing the game, like you know, like uh, you, you know, uh, you know, they could have done a gameplay trailer and not just given us like a full like boss play seg, a boss play segment. You know, mm-hmm. y- you gotta you gotta have that stuff polished. You know, uh, me and my roommate were talking about that. Uh, me personally, of course, like Callisto Protocol, like I said earlier, uh, Dead Island Two is probably gonna move some, uh, move some units as well as New Tales from Borderlands if they do that right. And I'm gonna keep my eye out on Dune Awakening. You know, I don't really play MMOs like that, but you know, that is a side. That Dune Awakening, yeah, that and uh, and the uh, the Expanse Telltale game. I I I can get I can get behind that. I I can. All right. Well, uh, we've got one more talk topic to to get through tonight. Um, I think I think we'll try and make this one pretty quick though. Um, because uh, I don't know. Uh. Guys, uh, we want to take a trip down memory lane real fast. Like, talk about some of our favorite, like, like, like gaming consoles or gaming experiences, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down always. Oh, all right, cool. Well, uh, I have no intro for this segment. Uh, we're just gonna talk. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I've, I've. I think back on like all like because I've been playing I've been playing video games since I was like eight nine years old and stuff like that you know um so and I and I remember like my very first my very first console system was Atari twenty six hundred from there I went from the twenty six hundred to the NES to the Game Boy to the Super NES to the uh to PS one oh oh, oh there's a Sega Genesis somewhere in there Sega Genesis in there PS one uh Sega CD <laughs> uh. PS2, of course. Uh, I skipped the Nintendo 64 um, because uh, it just didn't have what I wanted, what I wanted to play and stuff like that. I skipped the 64, Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast, PlayStation 3, Nintendo GameCube. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, the Game Boy Advance by that time. <laughs> um, PS4, PS5. Uh, I briefly, I briefly owned an Xbox 360, and, and of course I'm a PC gamer. I have Nintendo Switch right now, so I've gone through a lot of hardware uh, over over the over the decades. Uh, uh, and I gotta say, I still think I still think some of my most favorite experiences have been on the PS2, and then and then of course the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, oh, even though like my Sega Saturn. My Sega Saturn never did me wrong. I understand like a lot of people on the Sega Saturn and they hated the experience. My Sega Saturn never did me wrong because like back when Sega Saturn was popular, like that was back when Capcom was still holding it down with all their all their fighting games on stuff. If you had a Sega Saturn and you and you and you spent the money, I can't remember if it was like I can't remember exactly how much money it was. I want to say it was like ninety dollars. You imported you imported the 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 uh, the uh, it was an expansion card. I want to say it was a Four meg, no, four megabyte sounds. It sounds small. It's an expan. It was an expansion because, uh, you know, the Sega Saturn had a, uh, had a had a had a slot like you could plug cartridges in. You buy that expansion. You buy expansion cartridge, expansion pack. You drop it in the Sega Saturn, and every fucking video game that came from the arcades. 
played exactly like an arcade game. This was this was this was this was Sega doing their thing before the Dreamcast finally came out because the Dreamcast came out and you basically had an arcade in your in your living room at that point. Uh, so yeah, like I think about I I've, man, I'm talking too much, guys. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what, no. are, what are some of your favorites out there? So uh, all of mine are nostalgia based right like i i don't actually have any merit for why they were my favorite other than the fact that they are some of the consoles that i have the the best memories with like uh, the one that stands out immediately would be the gamecube that was one of my consoles that i absolutely adored it was really one of the first consoles that i actually owned myself other than an n64 my parent i've talked about it before on on diggity and stuff but uh, my parents weren't big in to video games like they did not like video games and so i didn't get a console until i got a little bit older and finally got a gamecube so that was really my first experience of having a a, a console of my own again i i bought a n64 from a neighbor like around the same time so it wasn't i didn't really have much it was like the game boy um and and kind of that nature of things but uh, so I have uh, just crazy fond memories of playing hours and hours of, of Smash Bro or Smash Bros. Brawl, playing through Wind Waker, playing through like uh, I, I'm pretty sure I had Need for Speed uh, Underground Two on that thing, right? Like <laughs> I, I, I just all sorts of crazy games that I, I I spent a ton of time in and and adored that console until I literally the optical drive on that thing broke. It is so hard to break a GameCube, and I played so much of that fucking thing that it broke. In hindsight, that's probably why my parents weren't interested in me getting a console, because they knew <laughs> I'd play the piss out of it, and I did. Um, and I still have that GameCube. That same GameCube, I have it. The optical drive is still fucked. And, uh, but I, I kept it because it, it's one of those consoles that I just have such fond memories with. Uh -huh. Um, right up there is actually that N64 that I bought as well. That is, I, I, I adore Zelda games, right? Like Majora's Mask is my favorite game of all time and probably will never be dethroned. Maybe for nostalgia purposes. Twilight Princess is but... better. What? The Twilight Princess is better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I have to I have to recuse I have to recuse myself from this conversation. When we talk about the Nintendo sixty four era of Zelda games. Yeah. I have to recuse myself every time because because every time I open my mouth, like I make more enemies. <laughs> no, you're, you're you're good. I I fully get it. Right, like going back to those games is hard because that three D that that pseudo or not even pseudo. I mean, it was three D, but that first generation of three D games was fucking rough. Yeah, no matter no matter what system you had, whether it was a Sega Saturn, a Nintendo sixty four, or a PlayStation one, the first the first the first crop of three D games, like it was. I feel like I feel like there's only a there's not even a handful that got it right. Like I mean, yeah. Mario sixty four got it right. Yep. <laughs> and but it, I, I and on top of even just those Zelda games, right? Like I have the uh, Super Smash Bros. Um, between that and Mario Party and Mario Kart sixty four and all of those games, I just have a lot of fond memories of it. And for the longest time, I never I didn't have that in sixty four. I actually remember playing it at a babysitter's house, right? Like that's that's where I was, and so I played a shitload of games there. And we also played a a, a, a SNES quite a bit. I played like you know Super Mario World, and and so I, a lot of my memories are actually from being a kid at a babysitter's house of playing these games and. <laughs> 
not actually having a console of my own. So we played the shit out of them there. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was a Nintendo kid growing up and, and that's kind of, that's kind of where it was. And that's why those are my favorite consoles. I mean, if you actually look at the console I played the most of, it would probably be my Xbox one. And I had a day one Xbox one and played it all throughout that generation, never upgraded to anything and ran it into the ground. It still technically runs. I still have the damn thing. Uh, went through about four power bricks, but other than that, <laughs> like <laughs> the thing's running like a champ. And so I, I that that's my most played console. But yeah, I, the, the fondest memories would be that nostalgia of being a kid and just having you know that that gamecube probably i would have to throw that as my favorite console and if i was looking at a list of of actually you know rating consoles which i've done before we've done that and the gamecube was not in my top consoles <laughs> like it was not in my my top tier consoles it's just the nostalgia factor for it for me oh yeah andre you've been quiet i've just been trying to think i mean like <laughs> honestly whatever mm -hmm. destiny 2 runs on Destiny 2. What? No. So, <laughs> favorite, um, console. <laughs> fa favorite console? Destiny 2. Uh, no, um, <laughs> favorite console? I mean, like, fuck, there's so many to think of. Um, my first console was a PlayStation 1. Mm -hmm. I know that. I f <clears throat> my first console was a PlayStation 1 with a chip in it that allowed me to play burnt games. My dad had a buddy who would burn me games, like, every week, so... It. I had a so, modded PS1 and a modded yeah, PS2. Yeah, dude. So, like, my dad b would bring home, like, a CD binder full of, like, PS1 games. And it was, like, the sickest thing ever. I was like, I want XYZ games. He's like, done. And homie would just toss him a, a fucking case. And I'm like, this is cool. I have every game I want. Hey, guys, the, the amount of Dance Dance Revolution games I, I played <laughs> on my modded PS1 and modded PS2 like that was the other thing too man music games were big in the ps1 and ps2 era music yeah. games were guitar music hero games, and... yeah honestly oh, yeah. though like favorite consoles i probably have to go with brody here and just go like nintendo i mean like like all the game boys all the nintendo ds's gamecube Wii. like i have all like a, a, a fuck ton of fond memories of just me and the homies Playing Super Smash Bros. Brawl. You got Pokemon Coliseum. I will never forget the first day me and my old good friend were able to trade with our Game Boys yes. for Pokemon. But you needed the cable and you needed to like hook them up to each other. I will never forget. I remember I bought the cable and I ran to this dude's house. And it was like, an, like a 20-minute... <laughs> Like jog, and I was like, "Yo, I'm on the fucking way. We're gonna go." <laughs> and I remember I got there, and we like we sat down, and you know he's like right here. I'm here. We got the Game Boys. We plug in the Switch. We go to the computer in the Pokemon Center, and we traded like one Pokemon. And when we like when I when it left my Game Boy and it went to his. We like dropped the Game Boys. We were like, "Holy fuck!" It. We just freaked out. We're like, "This is so cool!" <laughs> so like, it evolved from there into like Nintendo DS stuff, and then like wireless trading, and then we got like Super Smash Bros. And then you got all the Zelda games, all the Mario games, all the Star Fox games. Just a fucking plethora. Like Nintendo game. Like as much as everyone kind of like almost like 
I don't want to say Nintendo's almost a meme just because they're not like competing with like Sony and Microsoft. I feel like Nintendo games just hold a really special spot in my heart just because like I think a was, lot of I think it was a special spot in everybody's heart. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of like fun games like Mario Party and the games I just talked about have just been like brought into our lives and like. If you're ever at, like, say if you have, like, friends over, what do you guys want to do? Watch a movie, XYZ, or Mario Party, or fucking Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Like, and, okay, so here, same friend, same friend I just talked about. There was one night, um, Mario Kart Double Dash. Best Mario Kart game. Don't try and change my mind. I'm about, um, to, I'm about to mute you. Like, you're about to start talking about Mario Kart, and you know how I feel about that that series. You ask the question, I'm giving you the answer. <laughs> you, you, better be glad, you better be glad I love you, man. I agree. I it is too. the best Mario Kart, though. You're right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just, just right here. Right here. Just, 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 just like wrench it in even further. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I'll make it quick. We say that from, from morning all night to the next day when the birds were chirping and we played Mario Kart Double Dash all night, unlocked everything and 100% of the game. I'll never oh, forget I, that. Oh, night. I I approve. I approve all nighting something if it unlocks every damn thing. I we we bought two bags of candy, a can of pop each, and we fucking went to town. <laughs> and we just we played the shit out of that game. And yeah, like like Brody said, man, it's just Nintendo games like there's something about them that just kind of just like creates really fun times. Yeah. So, so yeah. for me, it's it's just Nintendo games. Uh, sorry, Nintendo consoles overall. I also gotta say, I also gotta say, just to add to what I said earlier, like special runner up goes PS One because man, like back PS1, when I used, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when I used to play RPGs, man, the the PS One was an RPG machine. Like, I mean, like, God, Square Enix, well, Squaresoft at the time could do no wrong. Like, I mean, like, they were, they were releasing, they were releasing a new RPG every two months, and it was, it was insane. Like, you think about the Final Fantasies, the Vagrant Stories, the Parasite Eves, Brave Fencer Musashi. <laughs> uh, oh, Parasite um, Eve. God. All those, all those working designs games, like Lunar, um, uh, shoot, uh, I know there's more, but I, I can't, I can't think of, uh, any more besides that, um, and, shoot, who else is making, who else is making some, some, Sony themselves are starting to make, like, bangers of freaking, like, 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 RPGs, like, on, Dino on Crisis? That, that, Dino Crisis, God, yeah, uh, Capcom and all their, all their survival horror games, you know, um, Andre's uh, favorite uh, favorite game, of course. Legend uh, of Dragoon. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Man, like, God, oh God, like. You know what? Now that you say that, yeah, the PS One was just like the PS One was the goat. Oh, oh back in the day, was just yoked. The PS One was the goat, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk it into the ground basically like shit the ps1 walked so the rest of the rest of them could run you know what i you know i will say i will say this you know like when we look at all the eras of like the gaming consoles and stuff like that like like nintendo made a mistake like sticking the cartridge format for 64 they made a mistake because like they lost they lost one of their biggest backers being squaresoft you know they lost one of their biggest backers square did make games for the system but they just weren't up to snuff with what 
Square wanted to make, you know, and stuff like that, yep. you know. Um, Absolutely. Um, uh, this is a uh, this is Brody. Since you are another Pokemon, or sorry, a Mario Kart fan, have you played the Mario Kart drinking game? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Okay. Where you okay. have to finish your drink before the end of the race, and you yeah. can't drink and drive, and you have yeah. to actually take your seatbelt off, and yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. Also, a really quick way to just get destroyed and like so hard to actually do because <laughs> like okay so Lauren, have you ever played it or, or have you not, ever heard not of the it? drinking not no i didn't even know there was a drinking wait is this like a this is the, okay I'm, I'm sure it's not something sanctioned by nintendo so uh, this oh, is just no, okay no 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 so basically so if us three are playing mario kart what we have to do is you don't have, okay so like you don't have to crack open your beer off the rip you could like drive and then say if you're in for say if Laurent, you're in first place and you are on your third lap you have to physically pull over your car take off your imaginary seatbelt, crack your beer slam the fuck out of it then drive across the finish line there's no drinking and driving but you can either you like sit back down put your seatbelt back on yeah <laughs> like but if you want to be a tough guy, off the rip, cracker, slam, and go, go ahead. That's like, the way to do it. Christ. That's yeah, the way oh, to do that's, it. That's physically the best way to do it is off the rip, all of you, just one, two, three, crack, go, and then just, and then drive. By the by the third <laughs> by the third race, no one's driving straight. I'll tell you that. No one no one's driving straight. No one's driving straight. Yeah, see, I don't get down Mario Kart like that, so there's no way in hell you'd get me get me playing the drinking game. <laughs> maybe that's the best way to play Mario Kart. Maybe you maybe, love maybe, it. Maybe that's what I'm missing out on. That's right. It's a lot of fun. But then again, I have a funny feeling. I, that's when I will really start destroying Joy-Con controllers. So I don't know. Oh no, Mariah they practically not. do it themselves. So. I, right? Yeah. You look at you look at them wrong, and they start drifting. <laughs> I have cha- I have swapped those joysticks so many damn times. Huh. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. Very. All right. Well, uh, that was a good topic. That was a good topic. I, I would say it was a short one. It was a short one because I mean we're running we're running over two hours on this now. So like it was. A- so there you have it. Uh, that's our show, everyone. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up now because I know I know you guys have things to do. I have to play Saints Row. Andre has to play Destiny. Brody, are you tucked? Well, the kids probably are going t- to bed. <laughs> I was gonna say the kids should already be tucked in at this point. So. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they should hopefully be asleep right now. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, man, it it, it was fun. Um, I big uh, thank you for thank you for hanging out with us tonight, man. Like like I said, like Crossroads yeah, Crossroads misses you. Crossroads misses you. Glad you and Andre got a chance to like to like bond. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this whole bond. Well, the major perimeter. I also am a Zelda fan, where I have the Triforce on my finger. So, before we head out, yes. <laughs> here's how you can connect with, uh, with with everybody here tonight. Uh, Brody, you're the guest. Go ahead, uh, plug yourself first. Yeah, so you can find me if you wanted to follow my personal accounts for whatever reason, because I don't use them. Uh, <laughs> you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brody Foltz. Uh, you can also find me uh, predominantly on the Diggity Podcast stuff. So on Instagram, Twitter, you t- and uh, that's Diggity Podcast or uh, at Diggity Podcast. Sorry, uh, we're we are a part of a of Spawn Camp, which is kind of our little like network that we do, and so all of our stuff now goes to a uh, our YouTube channel, which is the Spawn Camp 
Network or it's Spawn Camp Co. Sorry, uh, and same for Twitch. So that's the easiest way if you want to watch our our faces for whatever godforsaken reason. That's the way to do it. Um, but yeah, you can find us. We upload a podcast every Friday at 5 a.m. in the morning. We go live on Thursdays at 9 p.m. And uh, we just kind of cover uh, gaming news across the the various different consoles and different scapes of things. We tend to kind of focus on a lot of like, uh, not not really focus, but we tend to uh, tackle things from a very business focused approach, just because that that's the way we look at things. And and so if you're kind of into what you heard tonight, that's kind of what you could expect from a regular Diggity show. So You know, like, well, Diggity, Diggity's just pure shenanigans. Like, I listen to you guys yes. every week when your new episode drops and, and stuff. And my God, when you have the other guys from Spawn, uh, from, from Spawn Camp on, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. Yeah, you get, you get the WASD boys in there and. Like, uh, shout out to Nick, by the way. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us tonight in the, uh, in the stream chat, dude. Like, oh my God, like you. <sighs> He's an agent of chaos, and I, it is so I, I much love, fun. I love how he breaks Jeff's brain at least once per episode whenever he's on there. He breaks <laughs> he breaks Jeff's brain, and and Jeff will literally be like, "I'm I I don't have the energy to fuck with you tonight." <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So that's that's what we do. It's it, it's very similar to to Crossroads in a way, and so we we I I thank you again for having me on the show. It's yeah. always a good time. I always love coming back. I. I wish I was able to make it more often because you ask me uh, more often than what I can actually show up, and I hate turning you down because I always have oh, a great time on this show. It's, I mean, it's I mean, so much fun. I mean, it, it, it happens though. Like we're all we're all busy. We're all podcasters. We're all gamers, and then we have a regular life. Like I'm running, I'm running, I'm running two YouTube channels now. Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> it gets busy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Andre, how, uh, where can they find you? You can find me on the big red button called YouTube, uh, working on a, um, a, I guess it's like a vlog and a video about how, um, the trends, I can see the transition of people migrating from Instagram to an app called Vero, I'm working on that one. I'm already on Vero. I've been on Vero Are you? for, I've been on Vero for a hot minute. I am too. I don't, I don't post enough, but I've, I've been on Vero. Instagram is not Instagram. <laughs> no, no. Instagram is not Instagram. The way that okay, the way that I actually I should talk about this in the video I made. So sneak peek. I I I said Instagram used to be the cool kid at school. Everyone wanted to hang out, and Instagram was fun. All of a sudden, TikTok showed up, and everyone was like, "Hey, TikTok is the new shit." And then Instagram. Went home that day, cried, came back, and became and a different... stole all of TikTok shit. And stole all of TikTok shit. And yeah. and people turn around and go, but you're just you're just him. But you, but, you just, uh, but what's but what's what was bad about the whole Instagram thing? And it sounds like we're about to have another podcast, but we're not. We're wrapping this up. The whole the bad thing about Instagram though is that Instagram broke its own rule. Instagram Instagram was like because when Instagram started Instagram was this whole thing where you only saw the content that you want to see meaning that you had to subscribe or follow to these people to yeah. see what they put out and stuff like that and it was and it wasn't and it was an agreement between you and the people you were following you know yeah uh, and know? now the amount of random people I see I'm like yeah, I, don't fucking, I've got, I don't I don't fucking know you yeah and it's, it's crazy because like I will see stuff I will see stuff and it was like do I even know this person you know it was like I 
you know, then you got to look and see if you actually follow them and stuff like that. So basically Instagram just Facebooked us and you know, like I already have a bad relationship with Facebook, by the way, Facebook as they, one should. Yeah. Yeah. I already. Have I deleted mine years ago. So I would delete mine, but I, I, I'm too attached to Facebook messenger. Like if you, Fair. if you have a Facebook account and you get on messenger, uh, when you deactivate your Facebook account, you lose messenger. But for some strange reason, you cannot have a Facebook account and have messenger. Yeah, it's weird. We'll, yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about this more later. Yeah, on, yeah. Later like on. This, yeah, my my whole thought is, uh, I'm not I'm not off Instagram. I'm just not putting as much effort because I am a photographer. I want to post pictures. I want to post my art. I don't want to fucking make a reel of me dancing just to get people to see my page. I don't fucking care. I yeah. hate short form vertical content. It's cool. I'm the, I'm not a fan. I'd rather make long term horizontal so me and you you can get to know me and i can get to know long you form, long term horizontal. do you know I, how dirty that just sounded that sounds like a sex <laughs> position for sure you know what <laughs> fucking sex it up i don't even care where yeah, where, where, where they find you at where, where, where they find you me. at where can they find you horizontally <laughs> you can find me horizontally spreadsheet no i'm just kidding um oh. <laughs> horizontally at YouTube um, slash Andre Wilson. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at A-N-N underscore W-I-L-S-O-N. Um, like I said, not too much on Instagram at the moment. Uh, then there's Twitter, but I I'm afraid I'll, I'll offend someone on Twitter if I say hi. So there's that. And then Vero, man. Vero, if you are a photographer, if you are... A content creator, find me there. Let's connect. I'll say hi horizontally. All right. Um, and as always, you can find me everywhere, but basically by looking me up, Exodus803, uh, social media. So, it's, uh, so Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, as well as that's my YouTube and Twitch channels, uh, as well as my PlayStation Network and Steam IDs. Uh, Wednesday nights, I am part of I am part of the trio that is the Boss Rush podcast, as well as Boss Rush After Dark, and then I'm on various other things. Yeah. Like every now, every now and then, I show up on Brody's uh, show, uh, Diggity. Uh, every now and then, um, every now and then, I collab with other people. And like I said earlier in the show, like I I am part of a brand new YouTube channel, so check us out, Silicon Syndicate silicon like the like the element syndicate like the the crime organization <laughs> uh check us out over on youtube like it's uh like it's a bunch of uh uh, right now it's gaming videos, but like we're going to do, we're going to do tech news, gaming news, uh, reviews, things like that. So yeah, there's something to be had for everybody. Uh, like uh, check us out, have fun. Like leave some comments. Let us know. Let us know what we're doing. You know, let us know we're doing things good and things that you might want to see on the channel. And there you go. Uh, <clears throat> before we head out, here's a few things that you can um, check out over at BossRush.net right now. Um, HBO HBO has given his first uh, sneak at his upcoming uh, series, Last of Us. You know that 
Oh, I saw the pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it would showcase snippets of Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey in the lead roles. Um, and our buddy Josh Martinez gives you all the details about that. So head over, head over there, check that out. Also, our buddy Block gives a scoop on the changing of studios for the KOTOR remake. So for you guys that were very uh, disheartened by the news about the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, uh, there's, there's now light at the end of the tunnel. So check that out. And lastly, our our my my good pal Stephanie Klimov gives you everything you need to know about Kana Bridge Spirits as it celebrates its anniversary uh, with a massive update and a in a debut over at over on Steam. So uh so check that out as well. Um, all that and more can be found at bossrush.net. So head there and check out more editorials and shows from our ever growing family of creators and contributors. Uh, hang out with us on Discord. There's that. Uh, just look for uh, Boss Rush Network. Um, and as always, chat with us. Keep the conversation going by hitting us up on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads. Additional more news and topics as we prepare for the next episode of the Crossroads podcast. Hey, everyone. It's been fantastic. This has been episode 92 of the Crossroads podcast. Please come back and join us next week as we dish on more things, games, news, rumors, all that all that good stuff in the world of Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. I actually said Xbox first this time. So yeah, I, so that should make a few people happy, right? Uh, remember, we love you guys, but we definitely will love you a lot more if you subscribe to the channel, turn on the notifications, and also share, rate, and review us if you're listening to us in the podcast format. Drop That's a it comment. For... Drop a comment Drop too. Drop a comment. Don't be a shitty person. <laughs> I know. I... Don't be a shitty gamer, okay? Just because a company brings a game to another platform doesn't mean it sucks, okay? Don't be a shitty person. I'm tired of seeing that. Yep. Talking, I'm talking to you, Timmy. All right, everyone. That's us. That, that's it for us tonight. You guys take care of yourselves. Play games. Be better like we say over at Boss Rush. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Later, nerd.